All right. What's up, Howie Spangler here. Tales from the Green Room, episode 85, I think. I think episode 85. You get it right. Keep yeah. track of your shit, dude. It's annoying. I know. Great. Well, that noise uh, is the rest of the band and some of the other bands. Um, and an Alex. And an Alex. We have an Alex with us. And a Reese. And a Reese. And we got a Greg from, from Cashed Out here. That's right. I'm here. And uh, there's other people floating around. Hopefully, they'll stop by and say what's up. We wanted to uh, do a kind of a tour wrap-up conversation. Wrap it up, up B. Got to wrap it up every time. You should wrap it up every time. You got to be safe. See, we've raw dogged the whole tour, but now we're wrapping it up. Now we're wrapping it up. Yeah. You don't want any Ill- it's never illegitimate. Too late to learn. See, you have things to say. You have yeah. fun things to say. I like Very few things, things but you, they're profound. You contributed. Oh, witty. You're doing, buddy. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, um, this tour has been awesome. Uh, make sure you uh, get tickets for the shows. Actually, this is the last tour. What am I talking about? Get tickets for the shows that are coming up. But uh, tonight we're in New Orleans at the House of Blues, wrapping it up. Summer Bruhaha. It's been great. If you missed it, that sucks. Try to catch it next time. Um, and uh, yeah, come check us out this fall. With uh, Fayuka and Article Sound System. And uh, like I said, all those tickets are ballyrocks.com slash tour. And if you want to support the podcast, go to talesfromthegreenroom.com and click the support the podcast button. And uh, there's also cool merch that you can buy. Word. Perfect. That was great. That was great. Um, All right, let's just get into it. How about it? It's just tradition every time. It is. As is tradition. Start it off right. Yeah. Bubbly noises. Touch of the bubbly, you say. It reminds me of uh, Strange, oh, Strange Wilderness. Strange Wilderness? You remember that movie? I hear this weird <coughs> yeah, bubbling Weird bubbling sound. sound. Sounds like something's boiling. <coughs> Damn it, Junior. Put the bong down. Now we got this right. weird fog rolling in. I, can, I don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> right in my face. Right in my Junior. eyes. It did go right in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> my lungs. <laughs> I remember when Greg I think was I got the black lung pop. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so what's going on? I mean, we're finishing this tour. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's almost over. It's weird, right? <laughs> One show left. Yeah. It feels like it just started. Doing okay over there, Greg? Yeah, I'll get out. I'll, I'll be all right. I got to walk. <laughs> My man. Okay, I'm cool. I'm good. <laughs> Always have a water handy, kids. Or adults. Towel. Or a lotion handy. Any kind of handy. Yeah. Especially oh, if you want a handy. handy. You want to you wanna bring the lotion. Is your phone strobing it's at me? It's beef jerky. It's so I know. <laughs> it's so I know. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Greg. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're in New Orleans tonight. What show is your favorite, Alex? On this tour? Yeah, dude. Definitely Bullhead City, Arizona. Killer time. I can't tell if that's sarcastic. I, can't, I, or I really don't know. He's just smiling at me. Yes and no. Oh. It's uh, No, honestly, dude, it was um, one of those things where... We had no idea what the room was. It was like we had three days off, and we were like, let's fill one of these days. Oh, look at that. It's a show sort of on the way. And uh, 
we were like, let's do it. And then I kept hearing things like, yo, you're playing there? And it started getting me all weirded out. And then, uh, yeah, it was pretty tight and it was hot, but it was actually, I had a lot of fun. It was, fun. It was yeah, it was a scary scenario to walk into. Yeah. And then it turned out to be an awesome night. It was a scenario. So, sold out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess out. I guess I liked it because it was just way better than I thought it would be. Yeah, there you go. Yes, that's, that's what it was. You set the bar really low. Yeah, keep your expectations low, and this goes for everything. Okay. Yeah, in for life, sure. it's life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you you'll never be upset. Or, I'm always surprised. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, the show ended up turning out really good. It sold out, and um, people seemed to have a good time. Yeah. And I think they were stoked because no bands roll through there ever. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. You know, any bands like us, anyway. Those guys were awesome. RJ and everybody there, good yeah. people. Yeah, made a decent Cuban sandwich. They took too. care of us, man. Yeah, the food was really good. Yeah, I was into that, and I liked the little patio. Yeah, dude. The convection uh, oven smoke. outside. Yeah. Looking Colorado, dude. Oh my god, what, what, what floated up? down up a little bit? I learned that that was a man-made offshoot of the Colorado. Oh, it still counts. Yeah. Oh, it still counts. It's still the Colorado <laughs> waters. There's Colorado River in Texas. I don't what, know what it's doing down here. What are you doing in my waters, boy? Yeah. Told you not to be around me in my waters. <laughs> what are you doing in my waters, boy? I reckon you better get out of my waters. So, yeah, my favorite show uh, was probably... Uh, Dallas was a lot of fun. Um, Dallas was slamming. Yeah. Dude, Vegas was slamming too. Vegas was good. Vegas was a lot of fun. I think Vegas was probably my favorite. Your favorite? Yeah. Um, cool venue too. Yeah, Huge that place. Stage. That place was awesome. Great room. Bowling yeah, the, the bowling crew place, right? Yeah. 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 Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah, and Las Vegas. Why? Why was it your favorite? Greg. I really liked the venue. Uh, I just thought it was a dope room compared to other rooms we were playing mm-hmm. on the tour. And uh, Vegas showed up. Usually when we play Vegas, it's at Top Golf, and people want to do Top Golf. Yeah, they don't really pay attention. And oh, there's a band here. <laughs> All right, well, well Top Golf, Top Golf. I just we beers. go there, and I realize how bad I am at golf, <laughs> how good Nick is at golf, and then the golf is over, food's gone, right, and then we play a show. Yeah, and, and no one cares. Yeah, but some people did care, and they did show up to Brooklyn Bowl. Yeah. And so it restored my. I knew that Ayaterra had a good time mm. in Vegas. It's like their hometown. So like, they're from Vegas. I think so. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I thought they were California boys, but I could be wrong. Maybe they got here now. just fucking. I, I assume all reggae comes from California, like Happy Cows. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, reggae come definitely comes from nowhere else. Nowhere else. It's just strictly California. California. Yeah. I get that all the time. <laughs> I. They're like, oh, so where in California are you guys from? Uh, Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not Baltimore, familiar with Maryland, that city. California. Yeah, Baltimore, yeah. Maryland, California is where we're from. <laughs> now there's a California. now there is a California, Maryland in Southern Maryland. And I'm sure this, this is I'm, getting too confusing. Yeah. I'm sure there's a, a Baltimore. There's also an Oakland, California. Maryland. There's an Oakland, Maryland. Oh yeah. It's out west. There's a lot of Portlands, isn't there? Yeah. There's a few Portlands. There's an Aberdeen, Oregon. Mm. A lot of Aberdeens. A lot of Aberdeens for sure. Lot of Aberdeens around here. There's only one Orlando. Yeah, there only needs to be one Orlando. Yeah, and I think the world can <laughs> handle it. <laughs> the world has had enough that's of that. That's pretty. That's that's pretty. Yeah. I'm trying to get out. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you trying to go? <laughs> no, I, I don't really have anywhere to be. <laughs> <laughs> that was an acceptable answer. 
trying to go to Titusville. Titusville. <clears throat> Somewhere tropical. It's the Titusville um, there is. So we're in this green room, and, yeah. I'm, and there's a ton of art all over the wall, and a ton of, like, people signing it all over the wall. And I'm just, I just looked over to the left right here, and it just says, Billy sucks cock. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when to bring that in. I'm glad you brought it in. Because I'm just staring straight at Billy sucks cock right now. I'm going to get a picture of this girl on Instagram, and uh, whenever everybody hears this, they'll be able to link, out, link up to that. It's like there's a ton of art on the wall, a bunch of, like, band logos Swear. and, like, cool stuff. Bunch of dumb signatures Billy and then just sucks, right there. Sucks cock. <laughs> Billy sucks cock. Let's see. There it is. <laughs> All right, Billy. There it is. Somebody needs to write mm, dicks. <laughs> <laughs> or put that put a last name there so we can figure out who what Billy specifically it is. And maybe give him a call. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should call this person. Uh, <laughs> so a word on the streets is uh, you suck cock. <laughs> Is that, is that accurate? <laughs> Do you yeah. care to speak to that at all, or no? Okay, I'll leave. We could find a, a Billy in the crowd. Just call him up on the page. <laughs> have no idea. Everybody, this is Billy. So word is Bill. <laughs> <laughs> we found. We got the guy. It's on we a green room wall. We true. caught the guy. Think about it, dude. If you were Billy and you wrote that <laughs> to send a what? message, you'd probably hang wrote, out in the same you wrote spot. Perfect yeah. right. self-promotion, right? <laughs> right. to you, Bill. No. Um, so, uh, what are we doing next? Fucking driving. Driving. We're going to drive driving. 20 hours home. home. Hopefully, get. No, well, tomorrow's Sunday. We'll so, no football. fucking Chick fil A. Now, we're also going to miss the Ravens opening game. Oh, God damn it. Why can't we watch it? I don't know. Don't we have the uh, NFL Sunday ticket password? Oh, actually, uh, no. I thought they got rid no, of it. They changed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we were they totally bootlegging off somebody else. Everybody, uh, <laughs> anybody, please, please send a DM to the Howie Spangler Instagram and send us your uh, your login for Directv. Please. Sunday tickets, please. Sunday ticket, please. Please. Yeah, please. we won't do. We won't take your credit card or anything like that. We just want to watch the thing. We, we want to watch, watch the, sports, that was the, the sports ball. Yeah. <laughs> we don't watch the sports ball. We don't watch the sports ball score goals. We'll have to hack into the mainframe. Figure it out for sure. Uh, Greg, what are you guys doing next? We are rehearsing and then Good. I mean, going back out time. on the road. Listen to these guys <laughs> rehearsing. Look at look at that. That's adorable. <coughs> well, we saw Hyrie's show, which which is who we're going out with in Red Gold Green. Yeah, and I already know they kill it. And then we saw Hyrie play and we're like, fuck. Yeah, that, <laughs> so, that band is really good. They're still good. So I didn't we're going gonna to step up. Our shit and just give everybody a new show, and uh, and we're gonna yeah we do that for like a really long time, <laughs> and then we go. It's been announced, so I could talk about it now. It's, uh, we're out with Fortunate Youth after that. Nice, cool on the West Coast. Good six months coming up. Is it that long? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just going into the winter and spring. I, I think you got some good stuff going on. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty solid. So I'm stoked. Stoked to see everybody that we just saw. That's good. Yeah, I think you guys are going to do great on that tour. I hope so. Yeah. That's the, that's the goal. That's the goal. You go. You hope to go out there and make a real good impression because you're the first band. Mm-hmm. Set it up. You working with any of the bands right now, like producing or writing? Uh, when I go home, I'm working with a local Florida band called Cloud9Vibes. Mm-hmm. 
Someone's wearing a T-shirt tonight. I saw that. Marshall. Marshall's wearing a T-shirt. Yep. Yeah. Marshall's um, always wearing fucking T-shirts. Marshall has goddamn T-shirts. And then I've been working with another band. Um, they're called Bonsai. Hmm. Dude. Greg, like the, fu- the energy drink. Bonsai. Remember? Bonsai! Yeah. Dude. Damn, bro. That takes me some, back. Some fresh new shit that we're going to drop. Um, and the band is... It's actually... It was a different band. Um, but... And you probably know them. And now I just spilled the beans. But now I'm not going to tell you which band it is. <laughs> Damn uh, it! We haven't, we haven't dropped a bonsai yet, so... Son of a bitch. All right, well, I'll be waiting here on pins and needles. Yeah, um, they're dope. And... I'm open to working with other people when I'm home, but I haven't really thought about it because I just think about home and I go, mm, "Yeah, I'm I just gonna fish, be by myself." See my kid. <laughs> I wanna yeah, for sure. I get it. It's a uh, hello. Oh. Mean streets in New Orleans, everybody. Somebody is getting help out there. They probably drank the, too many hand grenades. They're trying to fucking find the, the grease. They drank all the guy. white claws. There's a shortage. <laughs> never gonna catch me. That's relevant. Y'all news. Never, oh, look at the whole fire brigade. <laughs> Y'all never gonna catch me. Oh, see you next year. I'm touching all the candy. <laughs> um. Get that motherfucker. He's touching all the candy. Can we talk about how fucking hot it was this time? Dude, it was a you hot boy summer bullhead. for sure. Dude. Oh, oh my god. It's 110 or 112 in Bullhead. Oh wait, these guys only have a fucking air conditioning. Why am no. I complaining? Uh, we had we woke up in this parking lot, and that and the guy I like woke up. There's in the back. You know how the back row like doesn't have the AC vent. Yeah, I hang out back. Used there to get hot reason. back there. We used to call it the D's nest because Donald would live back there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, Donald, I'm. A, it is your fault that I am in the back. <laughs> you at once. At one time, you told you like it's the best seat, man. <laughs> I don't know why you said that. It's the worst seat. It's the. It's like, awesome. You can you can, day, you can exit, like yeah, you can hop and out. I have that. to wait for everybody. Yeah. But I've ripped two pairs of pants. <laughs> <laughs> and I like those pants. Oh, uh, those my favorite pants. They were, they were. Oh, I definitely man. got my fucking shit caught up in there, hopping in and out, dude. Yeah, dude, we would hide up from the second row. Into the into the back out sometimes because you're waiting for motherfuckers to get out of the fucking van. Yeah, people are passed out and just trying to wake up at a gas. No, we get we exit really quickly <laughs> because like, oh of the God. AC thing. My legs <laughs> and then you have to leap out. We have a trash hole. It's uh, like because yeah. we if you just put a trash bag and hang it over the seat, then it's like in somebody's face. It was always in Nick's face. We had like a hook. That, it was like by the door. Yeah. Yeah. So we bag. I just cut out this um, cardboard to fit the step. You know, mm-hmm. just just try to make it. I'll in just kind of bank bank it off the door. You guys are a bunch of fucking scrum lords in there, dude. This <laughs> no, we empty the place. trash hole. Yeah, but it look it, when it's halfway awesome. full and you have somebody come into the van, it looks like there's just trash everywhere. Well, look, nobody comes into the van unless you know the, the terms, man. You go in, you enter there. I don't even like going in like the vicinity of it when the doors are open, bro. There's Me like neither. an essence, like. From it. I know it's a it's a van. You don't act like I I've been in y'all's van. It was happening. <laughs> I, I know I know that one time I was in Tunnel Vision's van and I I sat on a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> 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 it was all over my shit. And oh, I'm, I'm in 
fucking hotel room. I wanted to hang out, and like they were there. We had the same hotel, so I wanted to hang out with them. I didn't want to hang out in my hotel room, so I go into there, and they're like trying to sleep and shit. And I'm like in there with the the blow dryer, uh, <laughs> trying to fucking wash off. <laughs> Actually, look, dude, you can't even see it. it was these pants. And these were the pants. These were the, the pants. pants, bro. Yeah. No toothpaste. Oh man, well. Good to know that toothpaste comes out of pants. Uh, if you get the these little stretchy pants from H and M, they're pretty cheap. Yeah, they're like Scotch. H and M is the something. fucking. H and M is the one. I'm trying H&M to get that awesome. fucking. I'm trying to get that endorsement. That's a recent <laughs> discovery for me. Holy shit! The fact what? that the fact that H&M, they yeah. recent. Recent. <laughs> yeah, we've only been going there for like ten years. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like a year, I've maybe been shopping, a year. Yeah, for I've me. been shopping at H and M. The the fact that they're putting. Uh, the stretchy shit in the pants now, dude, is game changer, man. Mm, it's so nice. Mm-hmm. Like, you just, like, I remember back in the day, like, you know, when pants were getting tighter, you know, <laughs> with, with the styles, I always get, yeah. like. That's my, why I don't fuck with Levi's, because there's, like, they're groin, just straight, like, my balls are just, like, destroyed. Yeah, like, Levi alone. Yeah. It's like, dude, I got <laughs> Levi no sack room, dude. But now it's, like, you, you can, they're great for performing. Like they're being in a rock band, like they're basically jackings. Yeah, they are. It's it's just uh, it's, I have a it's pair, awesome. Yeah, I, the the, uh, the light jeans that I have, they're literally they're fucking jackings. Yeah. I love the move, <laughs> man. It's like it's good. Into the good. future we go, just more comfortable. Yeah, dude. Real comfortable. They're stylish. They're Real comfy. Comfortable. You know, and it's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> it is a great way to stay in <laughs> shape. Um. So uh, this is a nice room, right? The, um, the backstage, the backstage area is always really nice. Uh, cool. Like the decor in all the House of Blues. Yeah, House of Blues, yeah. They, they, they got a PlayStation the Four. They, they do have do. a PlayStation Four over there. You have to go. You have to go ask them. Yeah, you have to ask them for the, the controllers, which is understandable because some fool probably. Yo, what if is, they would have left them out? What is this though? What's happening in this painting over here? Dude's about to get hit. It was a machete. Yeah, there's a guy. Looks like he was practicing on his pants. Yeah. And he's got a bandana around his face, and there's this dude wearing a, a shirt that says bird on it. And yeah. he's coming around this the corner. Pretty ominous. It's like he's ready to hurt that guy. Yeah. Interesting choice. Yeah. I mean, there's only a few things that can happen in this situation. This dude that was wearing the bird shirt comes around the corner, and dude right there who has the machete and the, and the bandana over his mask, he's just chopping up like a bunch of bushes. And he's like, oh, what's up? Craig? Yeah, see, you get the... Craig, what's good? You get the worst intentions when you yeah. look at it, right? For, or... Dude with the bird shirt turns the corner, and the guy with the machete kills the fuck out of that guy. Yeah, yeah. There's no other, there's only two things that are happening there. This guy don't like birds. Yeah, I guess not. I wonder if that's like some kind of a related to uh, New Orleans lore. Maybe it's a visual representation. I don't know. We're probably, we're just ignorant. Overthinking it, right? Super insensitive to like what it means. They're like, actually, bro, that's (laughs) Craig and. Bird and those dudes, they saved this city. <laughs> <laughs> That's Birdman. That's Birdman and Craig. Machete Craig. <laughs> Birdman and Machete Craig. Superheroes. Yeah, man. Years ago, man, they, fe- they we fought can off. be heroes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did they fight off? I don't know. I can't. Be- I was going to say Trogdor, but that's not like. Uh, Chogdor the Burninator came to fucking Nolens. Chogdor. deep cut. Yeah. You remember Chogdor? Yeah. The Homestar Home Runner. Star. Yeah. We were watching. No. Was it you, Donald, or was it 
was it you, Howard, that found the, um, it was like an article written. It was like, if you liked these things as a kid, you're oh, gay now. <laughs> and one of the things was Homestar Runner. Oh, man. And, yeah, he's so and I was like, and I had brought it up, and um, everybody eventually remembered what it was, mm-hmm. but right off the rip. So I had to look it up. And it, of course, it's all on YouTube. And it was like pre YouTube stuff. Yeah. Remember, they had it was homestarrunner.com. And it was like, website. yeah, it was all like a Flash website. Web series. Yeah. And even like the. Strong bad. Strong even bad. like the interface. You're like, you're like scrolling on an uh, original iPod. Um, the fuck is it even called? iPod. Mm-hmm. The click wheel. Yeah, the click wheel. And, uh, dude, Trogdor the Burninator, dude. They, had the, they did that shit on Guitar Hero. And they, they like redid all the guitars. And, like, because when you listen back, it's like. Uh, like Casio tones, like yeah, they that they they redid that song and they redid um, uh, Timmy in the Lords of the Underworld. Yeah, I remember, remember? That. Yeah. from really? South Park. They put that on, on Guitar Hero and they redid the guitar, so it's like really badass. And the song and the, and the show is only like fifteen seconds, you know. So they drag it out for like a three and a half minute song, and it's like a badass like guitar solo in the middle of it, and like. Speaking of things that people probably won't remember, like in a couple years, Guitar Hero. Like, yeah. It just fizzled out. Yeah. Cool. It was great. It and was like, awesome. everybody remembers it, but like, it's <clears> right <throat> now, literally don't have that. I think everybody from that era has a Guitar Hero controller <laughs> somewhere. Closet. Yeah, laying around in the basement. Somewhere. I was never a fan, really. I, I love it. Says the yeah. guitar player. Yeah, yeah, I know. I think it's why, because it fucked me up. Like, I was just like, when you hit the buttons, and it, you know you're supposed to, like supposed to be going up on a fretboard, mm-hmm. but it's you're going down to blue or whatever yeah. it is. Like it just, it, I couldn't make the connection. Well, you know what it actually helped me with? It's too weird. It's because it, you know how I had that button in the middle that had like the little lump on it, so you can know where it, what you were at. Mm-hmm. So the proper way to play it was just in two positions, mm. and that's like once you figure that out, it was just expert mode all day. Okay, you know, and the person who told me that is Tom. And me and him used to just trade off, and he used to play the the acoustic in between. So if I was playing, he was playing along, learned every guitar, uh, every song on guitar. Anyway, um, you're talking to the guy that failed both value yeah. songs on Rock Band. I know that's so funny, but anyway, um, singing <laughs> it helped me. You had anyway, songs on Rock Band. I also uh, yeah, I had two. I forgot. Yeah. Guitar Hero One came out when I was like 13, 14. so I was still like young yeah. and just starting to jam. Anyway. It helped me start using my pinky on the fretting hand, mm. which you don't fucking do. No, nah, dude. And that's probably why you suck at fucking rock band. I know. I know. <laughs> I've been doing these exercises. So go get a Guitar walk. Hero controller and get good at that game, and you'll start using your pinky. <laughs> I think I'd rather just spend my time working on the actual guitar. But ah, yeah, guitars, Guitar Hero. <laughs> it's all about the Guitar Hero. Get it's up. exactly the same. It's exactly <laughs> It's the same experience. I don't see what's supposed to be. Yeah, I, don't see I had disconnected. And what you're supposed to do is like hold the actual flip part with your hand like it is a pick. Yeah. But when we were kids, when we first started playing, we would actually use a pick on the thing. Oh, use a pick. <laughs> 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 uh, what a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, I also thought that was an interesting uh, implementation. Um, you got to go do sound check? I do. <clears throat> okay. All right, Greg. Well, come back and say hi. You. I will. You'll probably be done by the time I remember to come back up here. <laughs> by the time I remember to come back up yeah. here. Or by the time it's done, by the time if not, it's been back. a great tour. That makes total sense. Yeah, it has been a great tour. I'll, Another I'll one in the books together. Tour. This is like the twelfth time we've toured together. Yeah, it won't be the last, I'm sure. No, Ballyhoo and Cashed Out is always a good team. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Ballyhoo, Cashed Out, and Happy Anniversary, Daydreams. By the 
Oh yeah, uh, thank yeah. you. Eight thank years, you. eight years, bro. Eight years. Yeah, it's been uh, it's brought about some good times. That's for sure. I, know, I really that was gnarly. I know I said it online, <laughs> but I appreciate you guys having me on for that. Of course, man, dude. That was man. We we went in there and not knowing. I mean, there was like. I remember that we had like a handful of jams and always the same situation. Yeah, kind of I mean, walk in. There's some finished songs and there's like some half songs and then there's like little ideas. I think we we did like 25 things. That's nuts, man. Yeah, and then we whittled it down to like the 12 tracks. You guys tracked like I think it was 21 songs. Yeah. live in one day. Yeah, like, something stupid. I'd never seen anybody just come in and like, and they were like, we could have released those. Like they were, they were solid. Yeah, <laughs> I have a lot of that scratch stuff that we did when we were practicing. How much? Can you talk about like? Because this is for daydreams. Prepared. Yeah. How much time? What was, the album before that was Cheers? Mm-hmm. How much time was in between those records? Uh, three years. Well, actually, r- recording it was four years. Yeah. Yeah. Near. Well, three and a half. And three this and is half like. We're, did you even have like a MacBook back then? No. Uh, wait. No. Yeah, I had a MacBook by that time because I remember I was I was using a, a, a pirated version of Logic, the original, the, the Logic you Nine. It? Yeah, I torrented it um, back to kind of like work on because we it was cool because at Greg's studio, it's, um, we could there was like Sound Lounge, Sound Lounge. Yeah. So you had the big main room, you had the control room, and then there was like a little room in the back, in the back we called yeah. Studio C, and like Studio B was the garage. Uh huh. Um, and so everybody would kind of split off. Oh, yeah, Scott was in the garage. Yeah, Scott and JR, I think, were in the garage. Dude, what? Remember that old old bass cab? That yeah. You guys, what did you ever do with that? I feel like Josh has it, or... It didn't work, though. No, it was like... It was like an original, oh, yeah, like, 61, or like the earliest, earliest production of an Ampeg 810 cab. Wow. That's really cool. And it was like... Obviously, like, beat to shit, but, like, the guts were, like, pristine. It just needed to be, like, rewired, and it needed a new fucking grill in the front. We plugged it in for four seconds, and it was the dopest fucking tone for four seconds. And it blew up the amp you <laughs> were it using. it blew it up. And it oh, like, no. Oh, man. No. No. Uh. Imagine, like, the highs that you get from, like, you just, like, yeah. immediately notice this dope tone that you kind of hoped would be there, but, like, mm. weren't necessarily expecting and then it was there and you're like whoa oh <laughs> yeah that, that was, it was chris yeah. tribby's head too right it was the svt3 yeah. pro yeah, yeah. shout out chris tribby he's the chris homie tribby. he's the homie that always comes through trials and tribulations awesome. he's, he was so good he, he i had a band with him called waiting on one yeah i played for them for a little bit too right? you did you? yeah man we played a couple gigs together you the, played yeah and you don't remember bro no. I was in that band for a hot minute. Trippy left, and I played like two shows with you guys. That makes sense. The last show, (laughs) remember the last show was it was uh, Mike was playing drums, Tom played guitar, and you had another buddy I can't remember played guitar. Spacey Casey Hopkins. No. Oh, Jimmy. somebody, Somebody. No, Jimmy didn't. Was Jimmy there, dude? I don't remember. Shred and like. And then, uh, didn't Nate, who used to play sax for the supervillains, play sax that night, too? It was like a fucking, it was a cool night. It was a fucking cool Uh, night. And and Vega Under Fire fucking played. You don't remember, dog? I remember. You remember? I just don't remember. I thought Tribby was there. 
Nah, dude. Fuck you, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> we played a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Jesus Christ. We had a, a, it, Nick and I were in another band, so I just forgot which one. Yeah. There was, there's been a lot of unnamed bands as well that were just like us jamming for Tedder Cheese. <laughs> Oh, dude, the kazoos. Dude, the kazoos right. are... This, this podcast just went up, baby. <laughs> just went up. I gotta go do sound check. Sound today. check. All right, we'll come back and say hi. Is that a bowl? It looks like you can Happy daydreams. Yeah, should come kazoo. Somebody's getting kazooed tonight. That'd be great. All right, Greg, thanks for joining us. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to take Greg's Yeah. Hey, he's probably been ripping ass. If you got your molds, you can plug them in. I can hear what you're saying. That's cool. He doesn't have molds yet. He doesn't uh, have molds yet. Oh, that's right. Is he trying to sell you on this? We've, yeah. We've been in talks. With okay, that's actually a good move, man. I, I, they're they're really nice. Yeah, someday. Yeah. I want to get new ones that are even more orange, and they have the Ballyhoo logo on them. Have the Earl. That'd be tight. He's sick as fuck. Dude. Be tight. You can get closer. There you go. Come closer. You got a deep, sexy voice, but I need I need to hear it. You know. Hey, uh, let me gaze God, upon you so with, smooth. with my own eyes. With mine own eyes. <laughs> how are you, Howard? I'm great. How are you? Ted, yeah. how, was, uh, how was sound check, dude? Uh, it was fun. We played our sound check song. Sweet. Yeah, how'd it and, go? Uh, it sounded cool. Try anything new? <laughs> nope. No, it's all reliable? Just keeping it simple. Just one song. That's Peace good. out. Do you guys have like a go-to song that you usually always yeah. sound check? Drifter is our sound check song because mm. it's got distorted guitar, clean guitar. It's got mic on guitar and keys, and all three of us singing vocals. Makes and sense. Yeah, all the things that need to be checked. Yeah, we, we try to sound check. There's this. We have like like a handful of songs that where it's like, okay, these have kind of everything. All the bells so, and whistles. Yeah, we had Battle Cry as our sound check song for like two years or something like that, and it was got to the point where everybody hated playing this yeah. song because we played it every fucking time. Somebody's having a time out there. Yeah, what the fuck was when that? you do it as long as we do, you know, yeah. you got to change it up from time to time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Change we were, it up. We tried to, like, jam yesterday in soundcheck. We did a little bit today, but we're going to the studio in the next couple of days here, so yeah, we're just trying to, like, see if anything just sort of came out of us, but... Right. Uh, it was a bunch of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll have to regroup and figure that out tomorrow. I think once you get in there and you're set up and everything's just okay, okay, we're in, and you know, you just I think it'll open it up. It'll open up. Somebody will start jamming something. You know, yeah. it's going to be completely off the cuff. We're not going to take any of the old ideas that we have into the studio. We're just going to completely try to come up with something. Oh, that's cool. That's a nice on, approach. On the fly. Nice. Yeah, yeah. We we ended up doing that at that at uh, Pepper's spot in Redondo. It was like I thought we were gonna go in and come out with like three or four. I'd been happy with like three or four. Yeah, came out with nine. And then you put these guys through utter hell for a couple of days to squeeze out nine. I'm sure. Yeah, actually, Nick was like pushing hard. He's like, "We got to do another one. Let's do another one." Well, yeah, I yeah, did. I mean, when you're it, the whole thing was we we had we were about to start the Expendables Winter Blackout tour, and we did One Love Festival in Long Beach, and we had like yeah, four which days. I got very drunk with you. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was a fun one. We were all in the, the security's so weird there. Like 
Oh, yeah. Suddenly the laminates all change, and you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, and so we were like, fuck it. We're just going to sit in Everywhere you go. the little Dude. bus there and get everybody <laughs> drunk. The first time it ever happened, we flew in. Um, was it One Love? When we flew in and we stayed by the airport? Yeah, that was One Love. Okay. 2017. Line. 2018. So we pull up, and we see that there's like a, a, like a checkpoint. Yeah. That's for like a bomb inspection, yeah, right? Totally. <laughs> Me and Donald have like a fucking half a gram of weed that Yasad gave to you because you came a couple uh, days earlier for right, us. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what the fuck should I do? What should, what should we do? And Donald's like, well, I'm not fucking. I don't want it. I'm not going down for that shit. And I'm like, all right, well, what do I do? I either hold on to this, or you put it in your butt, or do I just eat it? And Donald's like. Just eat it. And I'm like, all right, fuck, I ate it. <laughs> and then we get, we just get, get in, you know, and everything is totally fine. Yeah. People are just walking around smoking weed. Yeah, they don't care about weed. <laughs> yeah, they don't they well, care about that at yeah. all. And then for, like, the first fucking hour, we didn't have any fucking weed to smoke. What, did you guys hear that day there was, like, the biggest meth bust out of the port of uh, Long Beach that they've had, like, in 20 years? That day? There, like, ever. Yeah, that at day. At the festival? That day, right at the oh, port shit. next door. Damn. Quarter mile Did away. not hear that. Yeah, that happened. Meth is fucked. And, uh, Don't do that. Yeah, so we're like, you know, sit over here, have this peaceful weed fest. Meanwhile, people are trying to transport tons and tons of this other drug that causes people to do violent things and shit. Sorry, meth heads. If that's your thing, then, you know, whatever. But <laughs> Someone's listening to this going, no, fuck you, Ted. That's <laughs> awesome. No, Ted, you, just, you got it all wrong, Listen, bro. I don't want to judge, but. I'm not on your side. You know when you're, you know when you're in the car and you listen to a podcast and somebody's, and you're just like, this guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone somewhere is listening to this going, and this guy's a fucking idiot. You need a button that just goes. Samples. Yeah, this guy's a fucking idiot. Actually, this thing—they just opened this up now. Like the the software update, I can add even more pads now. That's awesome, dude. And that's not a sample. That's real. That's real. There's crime. That's the mean streets of NOLA. All you see is crime in the city. They're going. Oh, he said he torrented an old version of Logic Nine. Twelve years ago. These are fine diamonds. You gentlemen yes. have their fine diamonds. Don't smoke at all. I mean, Ted. We're not smoking anything. Ted or cheese. <laughs> so <laughs> tell us about Ted or cheese, because I forgot why we call you that now. Uh, my name is Ted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I got that part. Yeah. So that's yeah. The, that's where it starts. Oh yeah. no shit! Your name's yeah. Oh, okay. That's right there is where you lost me though. So where's the rest? Right of off a house? cliff. When I was a, a young whippersnapper, mm-hmm. um, as parents are known to do, I got a bunch of nicknames from my mom, and one of the first was Tedder Cheese, <laughs> because it's like Cheddar Cheese, yeah, Tedder Cheese, and, and then it was like Cheese Dog, Cheese Dog, kind of formed out of Tedder Cheese, okay. and then somehow my name came up back on the end of it but just morphed into a fred so it was cheese dog fred cheese dog fred <laughs> and then if she was feeling you know proud of me or something i think she would throw a, a cheese dog frederific <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. cheese dog fred petunia face was another favorite that's so yeah. I'll, I'll answer to any of them okay I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> the petunia face. It's now on record. Excuse me, petunia uh, face. Petunia face. Uh, yeah. Sound check. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, my middle name is is Purnell, and Purnell, uh, yes. Micah Puchel likes to call me Purnell. 
Pernell. <laughs> Pernell. Pernell! You will only address me as Pernell. What's up with that? Is, it, is that like a family it's a, name? It's or? like a last name. My grandfather's last name. Oh. Family last name. It was like a... She was Susan Kuhn Pernell, and then she got married, and she was Susan Pernell Bound, and so <coughs> I took her middle name. Oh, so she so has a hyphenated could, so last name. So we could pass on the Pernell family name, because I'm the only boy. I don't have any... Uh, I don't. I have girl cousins. I don't have any male siblings yeah. that are like. I do have half brothers, but in the Purnell family, there's no one to pass on the Purnell name. So she gave it to me, so I could at least carry it on some way. So if you have kids, you won't carry on. I might. I don't know. I mean, that's. <coughs> I will have to discuss that <coughs> with the one actually bearing forth those yeah. children. Yeah. But uh, I would like for my kids to maybe have some kind of family-ish name. But it doesn't have to be Purnell. No. Yeah. I, looking back at family names, though, with ancestry is crazy. Like, there's, yeah, I have Jebediahs and fucking yeah. I, Isaiah, Isaiah Bartholomew, so-and-so. Like, just all these crazy names from back yeah. in the day. Oh, it's so easy now. Ted, Nick, Alex. Yeah. Craig. Howie. Yeah. Howard. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, Craig. John. <laughs> Joe. Tim. <laughs> Yeah. Oprah. I've never, I've never it used done to be that, like eight um, syllables, like ancestry.com or whatever. That you should. Is. It's pretty fucking cool. It's really cool. Yeah. Well, with that, what do you do? You just pay money. You don't have to spit in a fucking vial. Do so the three week trial, bro. Yeah, I actually. What do you mean three week trial? How long does it take to look on the family tree? You got to print you gotta, it out. You, it, no, it you dig a, a little bit. It takes a while. You got to dig. You got to dig yeah. a little bit. There's no robot. They start showing you. They start showing you. No, it's kind of. There's some AI there because they got these uh, little green leaves that pop up and say, "Hey, uh, this may be someone related to you directly." So you're not completely just lost digging. There's some AI that kind of says, "Hey, you might match with this." Usually it is. Then you can explore it. There's an ass story about that. Yeah, I'll show you my family. This is my family tree right here. No word of a lie. And is it like a game? Like you had to figure it out yourself? It was like a game when I first got it. It's not cool anymore because I've gone as far as I can on all the trees. How far did you go? Like Dude, to so caveman? My my great my eleventh. Let me click on Neanderthal. No, not that far. But uh, you, all the way back to like the small rodent that you came from. <laughs> I <laughs> wish that would times. be pretty fucking cool. Be cool as shit. This is my tenth great grandfather was born Lime Tree Farm, Matlock, Derbyshire, in England. And died in Flushing, Queens, New York. Um, he started Bound Printing Press, which turned into Bound Incorporated. And Bound Incorporated was the first stock, first publicly traded stock on the New York Stock Exchange. Wow, dude! Yeah. Oh, and you're so he was so an immigrant. Great, great, great. Yeah, he's, he's Bound Chick. I'm, I'm totally. <laughs> like I actually a, have a crazy story. It's so weird that I walked in at this one moment because. My mom and I, my mom's super into all that, like, genetics stuff and, like, tracing your family tree and stuff like that. I did the actual, like, spit test, too. You're still in the fun state. Finding out that she has a long-lost half-brother from her father when he was in military service in Vietnam, Mm -hmm. who was eventually, so he's a half-black, half-Vietnamese baby who was adopted by British, by British, like, um... Peace Corps workers or something like that, and then brought back to the UK, and no word of a lie, this guy is like 50, and he lived in the same town as me. No way, wow. dude. In England. Uh, yeah, in England. That's I used to, I used nuts, to, I used dude. to live and work there, and like, 
so you can you can contact these people yeah because it's pretty it's pretty set in stone once you like once you got the dna involved mm -hmm. like the genetic stuff involved it's pretty set in stone that it's real mm -hmm. and so they contacted him and one of the pictures that she sent as like this is what my family is like this is what, you know was my graduation picture which happens to be in front of the county hall of Kingston, where I used to live. Oh, wow. And he's oh, like, nice. I work in that building. That's awesome, dude. Oh, that's wow. That's, wow. So he didn't stray that's too far from home. So no. He's literally right no, no, there. That's wild. That's so fucking nuts. And he looks dude. just like my grandfather. That's wild. Did you do the, the thing where you sent away the slab or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's, that's the one that she cool. used. They, yeah. Like, it's, it's DNA. Like, like it's, 23 me, something yeah. like that. No, I think it was 23. Howard, aren't you guys related to some guy who killed Abraham Lincoln? He was he was uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he, was, he was a part of the conspiracy. He was actually uh, yeah. he was tried for it. He held his horse, right? Held, yeah, held he John he, horse. he was friends with John Wilkes Booth, and he worked at the theater. And John Wilkes Booth wanted him to to escape faster. He wanted an escape horse. He's like, yeah, watch my horses for me, so you know I can get away. Yeah. He's, hey, hold my horse. So dude's yeah. like, fuck that, I got a job to do. So he went inside and did his job, and that's how he got his, his getaway. Was Didn't he work. also say something along the lines of, like, nothing to see here? He, no, this, somebody was, like, about to, like, he's right yeah. there. Like, he, he, there he goes. Yeah. And, and our, our, our relative, whoever he is, uh, Edmund, like, Spang, Edmund Spangler, he thing. smacked the guy and was like, don't you say shit. <laughs> you shut up. Huh. Really? Yeah, yeah. You only yeah. speak with Stitches get stitches. Yeah, wow. exactly. He, was, he, was, he went to jail. Uh, I think he did uh, two years in jail maybe, and um, everybody else got hanged. Yeah. Like that was the first uh, woman to be hanged by the government. Uh, Mary Surratt. You wouldn't be wow, here. She had it coming, dude. She killed Abe. Dude, it's wild, man. Yeah, they're all a part of it. And um, yeah. so, yeah, he uh, he ended up going to jail for like two years. And I think he lived like another four or five years um, on the Samuel Mudd on his farm in Maryland uh, working. And he had, had died of tuberculosis. Uh, as did everybody back then. TB. Yeah, yeah, TB that was, was another huge. nickname that I had in high school. TB? TB. Tuberculosis. That makes sense. Or just tuberculosis. tuberculosis. Not petunia breath, like your mom? No, like the whole word. What's up, tuberculosis? Tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> that, never, never just tuberculosis? That's such a bad nickname. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. I never had tuberculosis, and it'd be okay if I had had it. Yeah, but, they got cures now. But I never, I never had it. They just called me that. Berkelosis. And then I called them fuckface right back. Yes. <laughs> See, that's how you retaliate. No, I didn't really do that. Yeah. You wouldn't <laughs> say that. No, You're too nice. Was, it was actually only one kid that called me that. Was, <laughs> yeah. It, was it wasn't everyone, like I said a minute he, ago. It was a funny guy. And I didn't say fuckface. <laughs> Maryland shows? We have Maryland shows? Hey, Greg. Your people are Maryland people. Yeah, Maryland. We are Maryland people. We have Maryland shows? Yeah. We have, we have Maryland shows coming up. Oh, yeah. This just in. We're playing in Annapolis. Speaking of the mic. Some other, some other places. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Annapolis. Yeah, that's right. That's you got Union Jacks in Annapolis. That's right. And uh, you're playing. Yeah, good food there. Go to Cash Out's Solomon's. website, everybody, and look up their tour dates. They're coming to Maryland, so I want Maryland to show them a good time. MySpace.com slash Cashed Out Music. They're going to put you in their top eight if you DM them right now. Daniation? Danny, oh, he doesn't, he doesn't know what that means. You going Danny-ation on? He, that's, that's a Maryland, he doesn't know. <laughs> he has a, he has a, yeah, I'm very confused. Are you, going, <laughs> are you going down to the beach? Danny-ation. Danny you going Danny-ation. Are you going to Ocean City? No. Asian City. Asian City, Hon? No. You got to go go to um, Scott Donahue 
Uh-huh. Mitsubishi. <laughs> get a new car. Got to get a new car. Make sure it's got oil in it. Hey, my God. You can plant oil in it. And then you go Danny Asian. No, you got to stop by Royal Farms on the way down there and get some fried chicken. Got to get some chicken, get a sandwich. Get a chicken sandwich. You can get the motor oil and the fried chicken at the Royal Farms at the same time. And then you can blow your boyfriend on the way down. (laughs) And for for breakfast, you have uh, tasted eats. (laughs) Tasted (laughs) eats? Get a bowl of tasted eats. Wait, I have... (laughs) We'll do all that, Marilyn. You can ask Google. <laughs> ask Google what it is. How come you guys don't talk like that? Because I fucking hate that accent. And I stop myself. They're not from down the ocean. Yeah, it's not all of Maryland or even all of Baltimore. It's just like certain parts. It's just it's down the ocean. Most of the people where I live. Basically, yeah. most of the people. If you don't, if you don't make it a point to not talk that way, you there is some subtle accent there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I've just always yeah. tried to stray as far as I could from that. It's like not every person in New York is like, hey, I'm walking in! <laughs> hey! That's all I say when I'm... <laughs> yeah. I know. Mike actually got to say it. Like the first time Mike went to New York with us, he like stepped out on the street and this bike messenger like kind of like swooped in next to him. And he goes, I'm fucking walking in! He was like, that felt so good. <laughs> now I get it. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to find a video of me. I'm fucking walking in. I'm walking in. So, Passfire is going to record some new songs, and we don't know what they are. We don't know what they are. Not even the band knows what they are. They haven't really been... they don't exist. Yeah. They're, well, it. Uh, we might record more than one, but hopefully get one or two. You're going to pull them out of the ether. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's How long a you very old-timey term. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, we're going Monday through Wednesday, maybe Thursday. Four days, I think, we got. Um, and pretty, pretty much tomorrow is going to set up and then, like, jam until our time's up and maybe record something, but just kind of try to come. You guys aren't going to your place? Well, we have done some stuff at my place, and we're going to do some more stuff at my place. But this is like, we have to stay here because we have yeah. to go to Clemson for one more show. Uh, we're playing a fraternity at Clemson University. Uh, and, uh, stand? Uh, I'm not opposed. Have Just you ever one, done one? Though. Just one. Uh, no, yeah, I think I have done a keg stand. Donald, you ever do a keg stand? Y- yes. <laughs> How many? Just one? No. How many, <laughs> how many seconds? How many seconds is it? Well, how many and then how many seconds? One time it was for 60 seconds. And then I put it in a song. <laughs> and, and we put it in a song. Crazy. A song. Was that a lot of beer? Yes. Uh, yes. I don't, ever do a I don't think I have any I've guests, Alex. Seven, yeah. Or seven? <laughs> Does anybody have guests tonight? No, no guests. No guests. Nobody in New Orleans. Tristan asked me to put on. All right. Um... <laughs> Who's famous from New Orleans? We don't have any friends know, in New Orleans. Trying to come put up with put Drew Brees on there. Drew Brees. Plus Alvin Kamara. Put on... Oh, Alvin's, uh, Alvin's coming? coming? Cool. Sweet. And the Trombone Chipmunks? Shorty. I wish Trombone Shorty was coming. I always love putting on NFL players. <laughs> in Dallas, we would always put on Tony Romo. And the guy at Trees, like, we had him convinced, like, Romo's coming. Like, friends with him. He was so excited. He, he's into he reggae. Really he's coming? like, Tony Romo's coming? He was telling security guys. <laughs> Tony didn't show up. Yo, Romo's coming. He was like, we them boys. 
<laughs> the best though is when we put NFL players on the guest list and they actually show up. Yeah, yeah, it's even cooler. The homie Domata Pecco come out several times, dude. Uh, Cincinnati, or Cincinnati? He's on he Denver Cincinnati. now. He's in Denver. Yeah. Okay, dude. That first time, actually, both times we hung out were great, yeah. but the first time was crazy, amazing. Like, we got into the game for free. Ravens were playing the Bengals. Oh, yeah. In Cincinnati. We just happened to be in the Ohio the area. Lawn. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, we – there was like 17 of us, something like that, yeah, on the epic, tour. Dude. And Dope seats. Great seats. Um, his wife came over and said, what's up, and bought us all drinks. She's like, how many? I was like, um – 17? <laughs> She's like, oh, they get 17 Miller Lights or whatever. And um, so did that. And then they won. Like, they, we lost by three points. Yeah. Uh, so he was all stoked. <laughs> he was all happy. It, it was great the way it worked out. He was all stoked. And uh, we were waiting down in the tunnel there for everybody to come out. He comes out and says, what's up? And he goes, hey, let's go to this Brazilian steakhouse down the street. Everybody's going to get dinner. And we're like, fuck yeah. Ted, it was insane. It was amazing. Did you go to Fogo de Chao? It was like that, but nicer. Like cooler. Something like that, yeah. And uh, so we did that. And he's like, Who wants shots? You're like, I'll take shots. And like, Crown? Yeah, sure. It's not, it wasn't shots. It was just like big cocktail cups filled to the top um, of Crown. And um, did that. Then he's like, Hey, let's go back to my house, get some beers, go hang out. We're like, "Uh, Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's do that. Yes, we'll do that. Big ass house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, dude. Curved TV. Yeah, that's how I knew we were in the presence of greatness. That's when you curve television. When you television, the basement of his house was like a club, bro. Dude, movie theater, movie theater, jam room, full bar, jam room, pool with a a, a grotto, full on grotto, hot tub in the yeah, grotto, dude. The best part of that is he had a switch on his wall where you could just start playing music in the house. Yeah, (laughs) and at five in the morning. Tristan, our old merch guy's drunk ass, was looking to turn the lights off and just turned on Eminem at full volume. <laughs> and it's, oh, you got to lose yourself. How do we turn it off? He's just hitting switches. All, all I remember is that, that Madden arcade game and Ray Lewis like screaming and over and over again. It was like the promo vid for the game. Yeah. Yeah. It was just Ray Lewis. Yeah, it was just like, oh my God. Yeah, it was one in the cabinet and everything, yeah. right? Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, that was a great night, man. We were... Also, then, also he, I wonder if they're just... Are they... Still after the same guy? It's, just, it's in a big circle yeah, around the building. Like chasing like, we'll the get him! <laughs> We're wearing him down! He's slippery! <laughs> Alex, it's the grease up deaf guy. He's so Don't you know the candy? He's going to catch me. He's so slippery! Better luck next year. <laughs> Better luck next year. Never going to catch me. That was almost meat I kind of like meat on yeah. that. You're never going to touch me. <laughs> oh, man. What are you doing, man? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a Sam around Ryan Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when uh, when his pool had the flames around. It. He said, "Why do you get it?" He's like, Look, "Looks like looks like my pool's tearing ass all around the backyard. Tearing ass all over the backyard." <laughs> Carl, dude. <laughs> they used to do like a segment on like their their website where he was like doing his pick of the week for the NFL, dude. Uh, they probably still do it. It's, whoever does the voice of that guy is fucking hilarious, yeah. bro. And now back to the podcast. Ted, what was your favorite show on the tour? Favorite show on the tour? This is the tour wrap-up special. Um, I don't know. It's between Catfish and Ridiculousness. Okay. Okay. Cool. Those, <laughs> those, are, are, those, are, two, those are the shows that are on. Those are I good shows. To the, to the those hotel are... at night. 
and it's one or the other. Really well produced shows. I was like, this is going over my head right now. It's, it's funny because I just walked past your tour manager and he's going, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, every morning we all like get in the van, everybody's coming from like different rooms and stuff, and we're all just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't you, don't you love when like the your band comes up with like a good inside joke? And we have, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you have plenty like we yeah. do, but like, and there's something that you ride for the entire tour. Yeah, you know, and then you try to bring it back a couple tours later, and it yeah. works. And then after a couple years, it's like just dies out. Yeah. yeah, and then that dude that was on that tour comes back to visit and says it, and you're like, and like it's just not. He's a, like, hey, hey like, cheeseburger, oh, that's old shit. Yeah. That, that's that. Uh, you're a hipster about it. Stand up. Have you seen stand up for drummers? No. Fred Armisen does like this. It's like for musicians, stand up. Yeah, like I've, I've seen it on this, Netflix. Yeah. The, um, the it, ad for I watched the, the trailer. I didn't know hilarious. he was doing that. It's I mean he's dry, but he does the Baltimore accent thing too. He fucking nails it. He's like, yeah, you get down the eighteen horn. Like he totally, <laughs> totally nails it. But uh, he he talks about the inside joke thing and Trey Cool. You would love it because Trey Cool is actually there. Oh nice. And he comes up and they're like standing on the stage as if they're performing. And he's like, yeah man, uh, you remember that cheeseburger? <sighs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, guys. He just he just said something really funny. You don't get it though, because like uh, you know, we were talking about it in the van. <laughs> guys, cheeseburger. And he's, <sighs> he's just going on about it, yeah, like, trying to yeah. explain it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, in the very like Portlandia dry way that Fred Armisen does shit, but it's funny as hell. There's a, there's a few different uh, drummers from different bands in the. Thing. You should watch it. Yeah, no, we should watch, watch it. it. Yeah. It's on Netflix, you said? It's on Netflix, I think. Okay. Or, I'm going to yeah. put that in the list right now, so I don't forget. Yeah. yeah. we got a long drive coming up. Yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> in our first rodeo. What's, uh, and it's going to be Sunday, and Chick-fil-A is not going to be open. <sighs> don't you hate that? Even like, why? Like, come on. Even so we're going to Wendy. Yeah. 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 You remember <laughs> Crocodile Dundee in Los Angeles? Uh, he pulls up to the Wendy's, and he's like, Evening, Wendy. <laughs> That's like when we go to Denny's, we're like, yeah, you going to see what Denny's up to? <laughs> see if Denny's like working? Like we'll, we'll send out the group text in the morning. Anyone want to go to Denny's? And I'll be like, nah, give her my regards, though. <laughs> give Denny my regards. Oh Tell Denny I said hello. <laughs> we have got to get some better food options out here on the road. I was just saying that shit today. Hey, did you guys go to Bucky's? No, yeah. not on this We've one. We've been there a couple of times. Yeah. The place is Huge, awesome! It's, it's like the, Walmart the Walmart of truck stops. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's it's crazy. I'd, I'd never been since or before this this run. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, we went to one yesterday and one today, and it was like, oh, they actually have like fruit and vegetables and stuff that is sort of nourishing. Mm-hmm. It's just it's intense. Yeah. You're out west, going eight hours with there's nothing in between the two cities you're driving between, except for like. Carl's Jr. One gas station, and they got, like, chili and old pizza. And, I mean, that's gas station burrito. It's, it's yeah. I, I, I'm preaching to the choir right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Figured to be on board with that. Like, this tour especially has just been, you know, when you come out west, everything is so much farther apart. And the stuff in between, you know, you're hoping for an in and out You're hoping for a fucking uh, Del Taco or, or Taco Cabana. Something different. That's only in Taco Texas. Taco Cabana's though. only in Texas, but, man, they, so that's... Good. They are good. This is the, the fast first one that I haven't had Taco Cabana. I know. We ever. were trying to find it the other day. I door dashed that shit the other night. Yeah. That's really? hotel, dude. Yep. I got a whole, like, It was Indian just so much barbecue. Meal the other night to my room, and then I felt bad because, like, Mike 
went to work out and he came back in the room just smelled like Indian food <laughs> all night long. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Close quarters. Yeah, it's uh, uh, yeah. We walked into another Flying J today or something, and it, or and it, just an Arby's. You know, just like God damn it, dude. Yeah, there's same like shit. nothing to pick from here. Yeah, what's up with the music in those fucking places, too? Oh, the fucking music is ours. I've stayed away from Loves specifically. I always stop at a Flying J or Pilot, anything but Loves, because Loves is always the worst fucking country music on yeah. the planet. Every <laughs> single one in the country, just like the real twangy, real yeah. bad, just real, just. I had a beer with yeah. my sister and things got weird. <laughs> got her, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something like that. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah. That, one, fuck one time I walked in and they were playing, there was like, a, it was 90, it was like Green Day, Nirvana, like from, you know, 94. To, that was it. Yeah. That person doesn't no longer work. <laughs> yeah, that person got fired. <laughs> um, I've definitely been in a couple like Whole Foods and nicer establishments and heard our friends revolution and soja and stupid and some of the, the bigger guys in our genre i think that's pretty cool that you know finally breaking through to more mainstream thing i know whole whole foods is catering more to sort of alternative lifestyle people and people health nuts and yoga people and reggae kind of just falls right into that but um i remember like Standing there at the hot bar, just like scooping my food into a box, and all of a sudden it was like, "What about Bob? Oh yeah!" I was like, "What? what? <laughs> okay." Yes, yeah. it's, it's rare to hear our shit being played in a mainstream setting. You can hear people playing like the Pandora stations at restaurants, and every now and then you come on, but like, you know, stuff like a Loves mm-hmm. or like an airplane or. I don't know. Any place where they just pump music all the time, you have to be part of like a you know, a bigger catalog, a, yeah. a very exclusive catalog, radio play obviously. We somehow got into a corporate list where we're playing in Dick Sporting Goods across That's still fucking cool. And this was like uh, whenever Pineapple Grenade 26 years ago yeah. and it, it, they're still playing Beautiful Day. That's awesome. Like we still get people like on the IG like yeah. with a story. Yeah. The holy shit value, you know. Yeah, I thought for sure that it. was gonna be like a like a TV show theme song. I thought I was gonna get picked up as like. So did we. <laughs> yeah, so did we. There's we've had a yeah. few songs. We're like, wow, this could be on a fucking television show, yeah. and fucking, it never happened. Um, <laughs> California King, bro. Yeah, that's easily a mattress commercial. Mattress I mean, commercial, dude. They're see, like the, they're the ones sleeping on it. The yeah. break. You didn't. Yeah, there hasn't been a value song. In a, we've had movies. Yeah, but never a commercial. A movie. Uh, no. Road Trip 2. Road Trip 2. Wait, Beer pong. I think you guys are in the same... Green Flash. Green, Green Flash. Flash. Yes, or Beach Kings. Yes. The volleyball movie. Yeah. Did yeah. you guys ever, like... Watch it? No. <laughs> like, Jackass Jim was, like, the AVP guy that was, like, the Mm-mm. liaison for that. Mm. He was... Uh, he was a prospect perspective manager at one point and mm. we went and did a gig in Cincinnati at a t- it was so weird we played at the top of a tennis match te- or no not tennis match in a tennis thing but it was volleyball it was cool it was like women's volleyball but in between games we were up top and we would play down to the stadium but like nobody cared they were all we were like the in between music sure yeah but it, that was through that guy 
however we got in Green Flash was through this guy who was just a fan of the scene. Okay. And he actually, I think he managed Pato Bantan for a little while. Okay. Pato Bantan, yeah. dude. I did wonder how that all came about because it was just it seemed like out of nowhere. It did. I Somebody told me they saw it and they're like, and then your song just came on. And I was like, what, we're in a movie? Yeah. I looked it up and it was like, you can't get it anywhere. You can't, it's not streaming. It's not anything. syndication at all. Yeah. But... I, I remember that we're both in the same movie. Yeah, we had two. We had two songs: the Quest and Last Breath. Nice. <laughs> like the Quest was like during a fight scene. During a fight shit. scene, I was like, "What a weird." <laughs> yeah, it's like two guys just like knocking the shit out of each other, and the Quest is playing. That's a, that's a peaceful song. I don't. <laughs> we we got a song on MTV, which is like your dream growing up. Like, oh, was that like Laguna Beach or something? No, it was fucking Real World. Oh, okay. Like, Real world Boston or something. I don't know. Real world now, growing up, it was like, oh, these older people and their problems. I'm very interested. Mm-hmm. Now I'm watching them like these Fuck young these little people. babies and their <laughs> stupid little baby problems. I can't watch this stuff. And <laughs> sure enough, our song came on. We watched the whole episode just to like find out that our song came on underneath this horrible fight scene between the girl and a the guy. They're drunk. And he wants to stay over, and she's not letting him stay in her bed. And they get in a fight, and he's drunk, and he just, like, passes out. And that's the scene that our music is being used to accentuate these, like, whiny little babies on MTV talking about, uh, you know, you're too drunk, you can't get in my bed, all that stuff. Like, okay, great. Like, this is stupid. (laughs) My body. That was wonderful. And then we got another chance at, at, at the same show. And it was like four seconds or so. I'm not complaining. Don't get me wrong. I'm right. Not complaining. But it's just funny to see, like, you get, you're like, okay, we're going to be on MTV. You tune in, and it's just like, I think it was Dimmy Sky. So it was like, and now we're back to the, and it was just, they just used like the first two bars of the song. And then, you know, we still, we got money out of it, not much at all. Right. But not much at all. Yeah. Really not much at all. But it was dollars. It was a little bit more than that, but honestly, not much more than that. Yeah. It was like uh, it was like eighty bucks. I don't know. It it was just weird to turn on and like, sit there and watch it and be like, okay, this is gonna happen. Hell yeah! And then they play two seconds of it, and you're like, uh, okay, <laughs> all right, that wasn't as cool as I thought it would be when I was ten years old. Like I'm gonna be on MTV someday. Yeah. It's, it's because <laughs> by the time all that was happening, MTV was just a different animal. Yeah. You know. It was like in the TRL days. That was the day to be on MTV. Yeah, and any time before that mattered a little bit more on MTV. Yeah. I'll say it. Fuck that. I, I won't. I won't censor myself. MTV doesn't play music anymore. No, they don't. Funny. It's ridiculous. It's, it's catfish and ridiculousness. They're back irrelevant when it comes to long. music. And, and now Teen Moms. Yeah. yeah, and ridiculousness is the worst Rob Deerdeck show ever. <laughs> the first I mean, season was good. Fantasy Factory is definitely. More inspiring. Or even Robin Big, dude. All yeah. those, which was all just a derivative to like from Viva La Bam and Wild Boys and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that shit was actually. I good. gotta say, when I'm like 2 a.m., a little tipsy, been sitting there taking dabs with you guys in the uh, in the van. That yeah, but that's like hotel, wha- I was watching a bunch of people like fall on their face. I laugh yeah, and then but I fall it's asleep. Like, <laughs> it's essentially oh, Chive TV not the worst with approach. Rob Deerdeck laughing at it. Yeah, you know? it, it, but it's essentially America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah, It's the whole it's it the same concept, but it's like they take it a little bit more edgy. 
I don't know, but it's like 20 episodes of that, and then five episodes of Catfish. How is this still even a channel? Teen Moms for two hours, yeah, and no music, just the music that plays on the shows. And yeah. they'll say in the corner, this is this artist, this song by this artist for three seconds. When they were doing, when TRL was like, I don't know, I think it still had a few more years after I kind of stopped paying attention to it, but TRL would have, um, they'd have the countdown, the top ten countdown, and instead of showing the entire video, they literally show about 10 seconds of it. And then yeah. go right back to the people in the crowd. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then once the song was playing, yeah. once the video was playing, they would cut to like a corner, uh, a lower third of yeah. like kids in the crowd going, what's up? My name's Jenny. I'm here with my friend. You know, and it's yeah. like, I'm just trying to watch the video. Yeah. Yeah. I lo- like, I love and that's when Britney I realized. Spears. Yeah. That's when I realized that it wasn't like, about well, the music anymore. I'm trying to anymore. listen to Britney. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't about the music anymore. It was obvious. It was like, oh, you're going to show four seconds of this and then show some kids screaming. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. this. it's about music and videos and, and taking it in. This Lady Marmalade video was choreographed beautifully and you're ruining it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. right? But I don't know. That's just when I started to kind of lose the faith in MTV. Yeah. It was like late 90s, early 2000s. Uh-huh. And then when I was growing yeah. up, I, I was watching like TRL phase out. And I started watching Fuse. I don't know if you remember that. Channel. Fuse was great. Yeah, they had and that, that on the bar. A yeah, lot. and that shit fucking did the same thing. Like mm-hmm. it built up. It had a bunch of cool shows. It had like rock shows and all these other kind of stuff and skateboarding. Um, yeah, and then sure it just fizzled out. They stopped doing all music, and then it became like fucking reality. TV we got shows. one all shows did interview. All, all those channels did. Yeah. Like, you, you remember the Learning Channel when it had programming that you were supposed to yeah. learn shit from yeah, or and Discovery all, Channel or it's all drama to, based yeah, yeah it's, it's all, all Discovery Channel's all trash all now garbage. except for fucking Gold Rush bro that's just fire bro <laughs> but it's still it's still like the concept is like these guys are just like fuck it I'm still getting gold out of yeah. it now but the thing is when we were when I was a kid we would, it'd be like fucking like specials on like learning shit you know yeah you barely even get fucking Planet Earth shit like on there anymore yeah you know it's interesting where where the, everything is going. There's not like a, there's not a one platform anymore. It, it used to be just a handful. It was radio. It was MTV, and then you you had like your big like NBC and CBS and all that stuff. And like now it's like everything has moved onto the internet. YouTube is like the biggest search engine in the world because people are just watching videos constantly. Everything is just on demand. It's completely different now. And like I feel like I still when I when I still see like comics and stuff like. I'm trying to get this show going. I'm talk, talking to this uh, this production company and stuff. I'm yeah. trying or this this network. I'm like, why are you dealing with the networks? Like every you can just do it yourself. Well, I like, mean, as a comedian, I mean, you got to break through somehow. I you mean, do, like, but I feel. But look, a guy like Chris D'Elia, for instance, he's yeah. just fucking wacky and stupid. You know, I mean, and I say that in the best way possible. He's funny, but like he just. Um, he gets on online and he reacts to videos yeah, and he puts up stupid shit on Instagram. Wasn't he on a show? And he just grows. He was on, yeah, he was on Undateable for sure. That yeah. that helped. But like once he started getting on Instagram and doing all that shit, that's uh-huh. when he exploded, man. Or like people like H three, yeah, H three started as like an internet thing. Yeah, and now they're this huge thing. Yeah, yeah. and and they're just like PewDiePie Ooh. and all those guys. Yeah, and they just did their thing. They did it well, and people started paying attention, and it just exploded. It well, you, know, you don't Firefest? need networks. Yeah, that was uh-huh. some internet guys. Was that some internet guys? Yeah, I, I didn't watch the uh, the special, but um, uh, well, I think uh, it's uh, fuck Jerry, 
That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They were they, they were, were the ones they that were the, the marketing team. guys, right? Yeah. yeah. And did but you... they they went in all in. I mean, they were definitely part of it. For but sure. they fucked it all I up. But they're still successful with their media stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, but yeah, follow and... at least six of their things. It's, it's yeah. funny stuff. But didn't you hear about like this whole thing that these people were all trying to like sign this petition to sue sue them because all of their content is just stolen from other people's platforms? Like literally all like. The, yeah, the essential the fuck fu- the essential fuck Jerry like Instagram. They usually credit people. I thought they would always say or, this is taken from whatever. Originally, they did it or Maybe something not. like that. I wonder what I, I don't follow. But this is like a year uh, ago. I remember seeing that, but like there was like a whole. That it just everyone was saying show, fuck fuck Jerry. Yeah, what, how much saying. weight like tech knowledge or like if you just claim you're like a tech wizard. They'll, you know, these guys threw their money at these guys who were just Instagram guys mm-hmm. that were successful off of putting stuff on Instagram, and they figured these are the guys that we're gonna put in charge of like blasting this festival, and they and they did a good job. I mean, they got a lot of people down there. <laughs> I guess they did their job. Yeah, but it's just crazy that they wouldn't just go to a very tried and true like six man or. Yeah, somebody Superfly or knows what they're doing. These people that have been doing fest- big festivals around the country, and say we've got all this money here, just do it for us. They were very headstrong and they went and did it themselves, and they blew it. They got they got this like Instagram meme company to run part of their thing. That was one, and then you know a bunch of other things that went wrong. But I mean, uh, influencer marketing is a huge thing now, but. It but it goes That's back scary. to yeah, it goes back to what I say about a lot of things is like leave it to the pros. Yeah. Like it's it's one thing to like want to do something and try it out, but if you can do something like that, yeah, maybe work with a company that puts on festivals for a living. Yeah, and geez. they know the ins exactly. and outs. You know? If they had six men involved in that, crushing like, it. That one guy, I don't know, you haven't seen the thing. There's a one guy that says, you know how this would work because they go to this island that has no infrastructure, nothing, no yeah. bathrooms. And they're like, how are people going to go to the bathroom? He's like, you know how this is going to work. You just bring a cruise ship up. We'll cart people onto the island during the day, have everything set up, and then we'll bring them back. They'll eat. They'll hang out. They'll have rooms. And the guy was like, dude, cruise, cruise ships are tacky. We're not doing that's No. There's no way we're doing a cruise ship. And that would be the only way that that would have worked out. Yeah. But they they fired that guy. <laughs> so. And then and then everybody got fucked over that that yeah. paid all that money to go do it yeah. go to the festival, yeah. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Anyway, I I think that's why they were saying fuck I Jerry. I jumped on the fire fest. No, that's all good. That's why they were saying fuck Jerry though, because it was uh, there, there was the, fuck Jerry. I guess was putting up misleading posts and things like that. Apparently, yeah, something like, that like pictures of of stuff that they were expecting to see when they got there. And when yeah, they got there, it was and like apparently they tents. knew, but they didn't. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a fucking mess! I like uh, that's how Uglies did it with their festival. They they just went with a company that already knew what was going on, and they just rented a place out. Um, I mean, that's the smart way to do it, you know. Oh, with the yeah, the venue. Yeah, the venue. Weekend at Wolfie's. That's definitely the way to go. Yeah. You have some experience in this. Just working with a couple different size festivals, but like you know, going. Going to having a festival at a place that has places for everybody to drive around and get into backstage, and then a separate place for people to drive in and camp, and bathrooms and showers and all that stuff. It's super important because 
Otherwise, you're just going to create mud pits. We play, you've played these festivals where you show up and they're like, oh, Loden's just up this mud hill. <laughs> and we're going to need you back in. Yeah. So you're like backing in this dirt, <laughs> like super squishy mud. Yeah. And there's just no infrastructure. So they, they didn't think ahead. Bump and Uglies definitely did a good job by picking a place that was already basically used. Like a campground is basically the best place to, yeah. to have a festival ready. Yeah, and we're we're gonna have our summer brouhaha festival next summer over at uh, that place where you came and saw us. Remember that place? Mm. The uh, beach, the big, chill? The big oh, chill. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, Delaware. How fucking perfect! Is that, that was awesome place. That's a good there's, spot. There's like yeah. fucking whole campsite on one side of the bridge, and yeah. then you cross under the bridge, and it's like bigger than any Warp Tour parking lot we ever played in, and then this beach venue that's got like. You know, a couple little like hot dog stands and then bar. That's yeah. Bethany, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah, the views off. The beautiful. views Austin too. Like when you go outside and look back towards the bridge, they have it all lit up, like with all the different colors under the bridge. So it's like this whole background of a giant bridge. And oh, that's it's, nice. It's a nice spot. The owner of the <clears throat> Big Chill told me it's like four hundred dollars to get a permit, and I, you know, I'm I'm not trying to say that's all it takes, but he was. We were talking to him about it. He said $400 to take out a permit to use that as a festival space for like three or four days. That's awesome, dude. Wow. Yeah. 400 so like, bucks for three days. We can cover days. that and then, you know, get a real production company involved. I would never want to just try and like hire friends and do volunteers. Me neither, stuff. dude. Real production company who knows how to do every little thing and they hire their people. And We're people... Just not there yet. People are going to remember if it's bad, they will remember that. Absolutely. You have Fire to do it the best you can the first time. That means hire the people for the job mm-hmm. that, that handle it. Yeah. 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 And like, you know, I've worked, I've worked officially, I guess, uh, surrounded by the sound last year. And then the year before I was there just kind of helping Bree. But getting to see that, I mean, they were, it seemed like it was successful the first year. So they went on to the second year and, just didn't work out to do it again but um you know even a small little festival like that if you have they have um production i can't remember the name of the production crew right now it's killing me uh but uh they had everything they had the fencing they had the um tools they had all of the carts they had everything you need to put up a festival somewhere they showed up and they had their team do it and then everything else was just kind of like, oh, okay, this goes there, this goes there. You need a company that has all that stuff already in place, and you just kind of, like, figure out a deal with them. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely the way to go. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about doing a festival um, a couple of years ago in, a, in Medford, New Jersey, and it's it's place that has, like, the Flying W, and they've got a, a pool shaped like a like an airplane yeah. and they got this big tent and there's a, you know, we were talking about it. Hey, it'd be kind of cool to do it like a festival here or something like that. Yeah. And, um, it was just, it got to be too, you know, it was yeah. like, ah, we'd have to do this and this. <laughs> we, Lots of logistics. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Shakori Hills? Mm-hmm. It's a place in North Carolina. Um, we, we had been approaching the idea of doing a pacifier festival. And when we, when we did, we that was a place that one of our people that was going to invest said that they would they would invest if we could have it there, and so we looked at it and it was cool and that that whole thing kind of fell through due to unforeseen circumstances. But 
um, that is still a spot that we're looking at, you know, and I, I strongly feel that we, if we teamed up mm-hmm. to do a festival together and got all the other bands that are part of the thing that we've been doing mm-hmm. for a long time over here, I mean, not just saying like East Coast bands, but bands that we've toured with a bunch from the West Coast as well and just have one weekend thing where, you know, it, it's presented by us and we get to do all kinds of like extracurricular stuff with the fans. That would be great. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. Like, you know, these other guys, Chopadelic and Bump and Uglies, they're doing it, and it's awesome. I'm seeing, you know, I'm I'm very proud of them. And I, I so badly, like I said, I've been doing festival production for a long time. Since I was, like, 19, I've been going to festivals and doing whatever job I can do. And I've always wanted to have my own, but I just don't want to do it. I want to do it on on a next level. Yeah. Already, I want to start out on like a bigger level. I don't want to just come in with just like a little thing, right? And be like, yeah, it'll be bigger next year, guys. Yeah. Like, I want the first one to be like, that was fucking That's crazy, fucking <laughs> slamming. Yeah. yeah, you get the right bands, you know, and and maybe everybody can do like a homie deal, so you keep the the overhead low, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. uh, well, that's another thing that like you know, hopefully, the relationships that that we've built over the years will help out in getting, you know, some support from bands yeah. and, you know, taking less money to do bigger slots and stuff. But um, more so, I mean, you just, we just need to get investors and, and pay the bands what they deserve. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah. there was that thought when we were going through it and it was like, wait a minute, I'm in a band. I want to get paid what I deserve. I'm not going to yeah, go right. play this festival <laughs> just because somebody's like, yeah, we did a tour one time for four days. Like, <laughs> no, it's... Uh, it, we the bands deserve to get paid their festival rate. Sure, it's just you need to find an investor and tell them why that's the going rate. Yeah, and make them understand. Like, this yeah, money is going towards it, these bands being able to do this, 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 and this. And yeah, if there's an investor involved, and then then yeah, that, that's more realistic. Right. Yeah. Fritz. Yeah, Fritz. What's up? Hit us up, Fritz. Let's do a festival. It's right Where near you your at? house. It's near your house. Yeah. If you're a guy out there, or a girl, or a, somebody that doesn't even associate with a gender, and you are, uh, <laughs> you're looking to. <laughs> was that an air horn? Uh, no, that was a uh, um, laugh track. Uh, I don't have the. I don't have that. <laughs> that was a triggered S J W. If you're a person out there. And you have a lot of expendable income, and you're looking to do something really fucking cool with some people who want to do that really fucking cool thing with you. We're right here, Pacifier Ballyhoo. I think Cash Style would probably be into it too, and uh, and like seven or eight other bands that we could easily call and get involved. But you know, I'm not like starting a Kickstarter or anything. I'm just (laughs) I'm just looking for that one caller. Yeah, we need someone that believes. That one caller. Greg, brush your hair. Reach down into your heart. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Reach into your heart. Look at Greg's hair right now, bro. Listen, I woke up in the parking lot of some apartment complex in, in the bay. What? It's hot as balls. Greg, get your fucking air conditioning fixed. There is a shower here. I know. And there's a shower here. I've been here for clothes. like six hours. You got you zero you excuses. I have a pack of undies. I do have a pack of undies. There you go. That's all that matters. And I said you can have a Ballyhoo shirt. And you can get a Ballyhoo shirt. Look at this. I'm getting donations everywhere. This is good. <laughs> if you went to Goodwill yeah, right now, they good. might just give you something. If I go anywhere, it's going to be a fucking burger place, dude. It's not <laughs> oh, even a burger place. It's you still just, haven't been there? No. Oh, you've been talking about it for two years. How far is it? 
It's only um, 15 minutes away. 15 minute walk? Or 15 minute Uber? I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell what Siri was trying to tell me, but... Um, just use the phone yourself. I'm just going to Uber it and hope for the best. So I, I, when I get off stage, I will not be Oh, they're open the late? <laughs> oh, it's a venue. Oh. It's called Siberia. We played there. It's cool. It's, it's the all burger, right. Though. But the burger... I bit into it and it changed my life, and I'm looking to have my life changed. It was roofied. <laughs> That'd be great. What? Uh, what is? Uh, let's talk pop culture. What's everybody's movies into right now? What's everybody's? What's everybody? What's a movie everybody's, what's everybody's into? movies into? What's everybody's movies into right now? Oh, my um, movies are good. Y- your mother. No, I just thought this would be interesting. A we just watched here. Aladdin. Yeah, we dude. did watch the new Aladdin. It was decent. Ah, it was all right. I enjoyed it. Ted, it was decent. Yeah, um, Princess Jasmine. Hot. Oh, my God, bro. The three-part Wu-Tang series on uh, Hulu. Is that good? What? Yeah. Okay. On There's right. one on Showtime, too, I heard. Yeah, it's definitely is it on. Like a, on is it like a rock doc? Showtime's the documentary. There's like a. There's like an actual like dramatic, like a drama ah. like a directed by Ariza. Ooh. That's the one on Hulu. Yeah, I didn't check that out. The RZA direct directed it. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I want to learn some fucking Wu Tang history. It's really cool. I mean, it doesn't even so far. It hasn't even gotten to the point where they're even Wu Tang. Yeah. It's showing the background where they were part of like rival gangs from rival neighborhoods, and RZA was kind of like the guy that brought them all together with his beats. And you know he he struggled with selling drugs, being able to raise money for his family and stuff, versus making beats. He never had time to make beats because yeah. he was always trying to hustle. And then you know by the end of it, one of their friends. I don't want to give it away. I'm not gonna give it away. But you guys got. What's gotta it called? Watch. I want to watch it. It's called Wu Tang. I think you just go to Hulu and type in Wu Tang. I think I can handle that. Yeah, I saw. I watched uh, Notorious a few years ago, yeah, and I didn't really enjoy it. No, I didn't think it was that good. I thought there were parts in it that just like didn't need to be in there. Sounds biggie. There's a spot. There was a part where he's in the studio, and like they're supposed to be working, and he's just like getting head from some chick on the couch. And I was like, I'm sure his mom doesn't want to see that. (laughs) You know, I just felt unnecessary. That was the lifestyle, though. I guess it was. But I think you got enough of that through the rest of the movie True, yeah. you know you didn't necessarily have to have that in there yeah. it was just interesting yeah, yeah, it was some extra kind of bizarre yeah. stuff gratuitous sex man yeah it was and then the way they weave the story and everything I guess it was it was you know it, it looked like by the end he was starting to wrap up all his relationships yeah. and everything was com- gonna be good and then he gets you know taken just down like fucking straight out of Compton bro oh, he dies from AIDS I can't watch no movie where someone dies from AIDS bro that's fucked me up bro I'm sorry yeah. there's this movie with Tom Hanks you should check out Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that was a great movie, man. Um, uh, Straight out of Compton, I love that movie. That was, yeah, yeah that, that was, was really done well. Awesome. You want this? I want there to be a biopic about Jimmy. You want Hendrix, this? And it's not going to happen because I mean, it, it may someday, oh. but well, did you see Jimmy the one with Andre Three Thousand? It was not. It wasn't uh, good. It wasn't great, and it wasn't really like. His whole life, no, you know, it was, it was like, like a few months. Wu Tang on Netflix, life. huh? You talking about that Wu Tang documentary on Netflix? Yeah, but Hulu. I think no, it's Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, uh, but we're talking about we're Jimmy, talking about, uh, the Jimi Hendrix oh. documentary where Andre Three Thousand was the 
actor. I mean, he looks, sounds like him. He's a good actor, but it's like... Yeah, it was a good performance. Yeah, it just, the, the way the story was, it didn't really give you much information about Jimi yeah. Hendrix. I want like a full background. biopic. Yeah. yeah, me too. I mean, that's one of the icons of yeah. all time. Like, the most on. influential guitar player of all time. Yeah, I would say so. Absolutely. And if he was still alive today, music, I feel like, would be different. Yeah. He's like one of those people. He also might still be alive. I know we were talking about this the other day. He'd be in his 70s. Tupac is still alive. Left Eye is still alive. And I think Jimi Hendrix is still alive in Hawaii. Yeah. Mike's over here on the other side of the room making faces. No, I'm not. <laughs> hey, Mike. No, I'm not. Hey, Mike. Come out of seat. Mike's out here flexing on these motherfuckers with these guns, bro. Uh, Let, the Bucky's tank. I don't think Left Eye died. If she did, and I'm being insensitive to the family, I'm sorry, but... Yeah, conspiracy theories, you know, hurt people. What did I just walk into? Okay. <laughs> it's getting thick. Hold on. It's getting so, I heard about the Tupac thing. What did, what did Tupac have tattooed on his stomach? Thug Life. Nostradamus. Right under that. Or maybe it was on his back. It was Machiavelli. Machiavelli, yeah. Machiavelli, that's mm. right. his death or whatever. Yeah, Machiavelli was a, a you know, war... Hero Italian guy is fucking ruthless, and he, was he faked his death. Italiano. He faked his death. He was known as a guy that faked his death, and and so he went as Machiavelli. We should all fake our deaths. Sales will go up. Let me say. Should, or streams with another artist. There's that. We could do both. I tell we, people that we hate cash out. We could stage <laughs> that. We could. Our next brouhaha could be like what are your the, thoughts on that, Greg? the spring throwdown. Spring throwdown. Oh my god! What if we were oh, all we just wrestling, wrestling characters? Yeah. <laughs> Mike would love that shit. I mean, a little bit of an advantage. I once upon a time was a state champion wrestler. Weird. Yeah, you guys gotta dig into Mike's brain for a little and, bit. I gotta go make and, a phone call. And look at me now, state champion so, wrestler. Yeah, state champion wrestler Holy of shit, Illinois. All seventy-five pounds of me in seventh grade. Wow. 1998. Seventh grade? Yeah. Whoa. I yeah. put someone in a half Nelson one. Yeah. Not a full Nelson? Full Nelsons are full illegal. Nelson. They are? Yeah. Oh, damn. Unless it's like UFC, when it, maybe. When I wrestle with my son, I always, we have this thing, he goes, <laughs> he'll be like, I'll be like, tell it to Nelson. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not Nelson. Not Mr. Nelson. <laughs> yeah. Half Nelsons are pretty... <laughs> you would do some <laughs> shit like that, Greg. Have you ever DDT'd anyone? Ooh. Um, so That's... I have four older brothers, and they all practiced all their wrestling moves on me. Yeah. That's how you DDT... got so good, though. DDT was definitely included. Yeah. Maybe not the mandible claw, if anyone that is a fan yeah, of mankind. Dude. That was not really in any repertoire of any sort of wrestling. What about the it... tombstone? Yeah, the tombstone? Um, <laughs> yeah. My brother Jason really laid down some some, <laughs> some moves. We uh, used to uh, have a trampoline and do all the wrestling moves on each other, and that was fine because that doesn't hurt you on a trampoline. Yeah. But the, there was the submission moves. Yeah. I'd get my brother in the walls of Jericho. Oh, geez. The line tamer, bro. Oh. He started screaming, bro, every time. <laughs> I used to like to do the perfect plex. Oh. With, like, so I was, I mean, I wasn't like a bully to the young <laughs> Like, I think it was, like, 7th or 8th grade. Um, I was the captain of the team, and, like, we would always kind of just push everyone, you know, like the younger guys, the middle guys, all that. Um, and then 
of course we would mess around and at one point I'm like guys check this out and I just grabbed one of the kids and did perfect plex yeah. which is basically <laughs> for those that wrestle it's a cradle and you basically lift them over your head like a suplex but in a cradle position oh, so anyways that's Mr. Perfect. That's that. That's that. <laughs> um, also, um, Breath the Hitman Heart. What was it? The, it's like you step over and do the oh. four. Oh. Figure four. Uh, was it the, the figure four leg lock? It was, but he had like a name for it. I'm trying to trying to remember it. Either way, I'd like to do that one. The Heartbreaker. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no, I remember in the wrestling game, it was like the Scorpion right, or something right. like that. No, either way, it's incorporating WWF slash WWE into a actual, I guess they call it amateur wrestling, or mm-hmm. folk-style wrestling is what my, what I focused on once upon a time. But I prefer backyard wrestling. Yeah. Dude, we used to do that shit back in the day, bro. Jump off the roof and shit. Jump Great. through tables, that kind of thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I have a friend that definitely jumped through tables just for fun. It was the heyday of wrestling, bro. Yeah. Like ECW and WCW were still a thing. Right. Like, I think the video games, the N64, yeah. all those versions. No Mercy was my favorite one. There was WCW versus NWO. Yeah. There was. It was the ECW one, and then there was a couple wrestling ones, but No Mercy was my favorite one. Right. And then on PlayStation, they had uh, the SmackDowns. And, and, yeah. Uh, now it's like, whatever, because I'm not into it. <laughs> but it's funny to see that, like, our merch guy, Josh, is still into it. He's watching it on his phone, and it's like... Yeah, I've uh, caught him a few times, like, watching all the... No, I swear, I, I, No, it's I'm cool not. now. <laughs> it's like, bro, no, it's not. It's unless, unless Stone Cold Steve Austin's back out there. Right. Stunning motherfuckers. He's old now. Yeah. He's pretty old, but... I saw him on something recently. He's Jack... Oh, he was on Hot Ones. Okay. He's Jack. He's more Jack now than he was then. Wow. He's yeah. got a podcast that's really successful as well. Everybody has a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I know. <laughs> Greg, you should have a podcast. I know a guy. I told I told I told Nick that he should have a podcast for sure. Yeah. It should be a video podcast though. What would you? Fo- yeah. What would you focus on though? He like would him. react to videos on the internet. Oh yeah. <laughs> that would be I'd his. I pay for that. Yeah. There's like a lot of internet That's culture stuff. Like That's I, my uh, vision for him. Aware of, so I think he'd take off. I think it'd be fun. I've always we always talk about doing like a video game podcast between the band, right? Because we all. That's one thing I've always remembered. Like anytime we tour together, like the culture of video games is very strong in Ballyhoo Camp, and it's cool because <laughs> at least me growing up, I definitely grew up playing Sega Genesis, um, all that. Yep. Uh, PlayStation 2 was my jam. Yeah, so you were a Sega Genesis kid because we were Super Nintendo kids. Yeah, yeah. So I guess there we was. Didn't, a, there I guess was we a, didn't hang out. We, we wouldn't have been friends. Yeah, you know? no, no. Say with you, Mike. But um, it was interesting that that it dynamic. Was, it's like Xbox mm-hmm. and PlayStation people, right? You know, you it got was, one or the other usually. So that's right. So I uh, Sega Genesis was definitely my jam. From uh, <laughs> and Mortal Kombat was definitely will always be one of my favorites. Um, but then once the PlayStation 1 came out, Sega Saturn was also a thing. Yeah. And my brother already had PlayStation 1. And I'm just like, well, I don't want to share with you. I'm going to save my money and get a Sega Saturn. And that was a terrible idea because <laughs> it only lasted for like a year. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. You, got vir- console. you got Virtual Fighter out of it, though, which was a that cool game. That game was tight. Yeah. I love that game. Yeah. Um, but then I kind of just fell off, and I think the games that I eventually played later... 
were like the Maddens and the Fifas and oh, that right. kind of thing. I suck at all but sports games. I, I'm more into adventure and action. Like yeah. I love um, any, like Resident Evil and oh, yeah. things like that. Those I, are my type of games. I remember I was just too young to even understand how, because like there's a lot of thought process into mixing the herbs yeah. to yeah. heal whatever, like whatever zombie did. Like it's, mm-hmm. um, and I was too young to even understand how to do that. But I would watch my brothers play. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Like I would, it was it was interesting. Like I would watch it like if it was a TV show, and it was just so oh, interesting. Yeah, that and like Zelda. I remember my first experience with watching my older cousin play it and just like kind of help it with puzzles pretty advanced but it's like yeah um which now is cool going back and playing because you like remember it kind of a little bit but it's right. fun playing it yourself right we walked in on uncle ronnie he was playing uh zelda's one of the dungeons yeah. we're like what is this shut the hell up try to play this yeah <laughs> or even even like the original uh super mario where like everyone knows in the first level there's that hidden brick yeah with the one, the one up yeah um you know, like, or when you're in the underground level and then you can jump up on top and warp the pipe. Like, run across. It's just like, how am I supposed to know this? I'm five years old. And like, mm-hmm. my brothers, it's like they had to go on Game Informer at Nintendo the local gro- grocery store yeah, and just or, yeah, off the page. or just like word of mouth from friends at school. <laughs> Nintendo exactly. Power, man. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, we had boxes of that shit. Yeah, we had all the, from, from episode, I mean, episode from issue one. I mean, you there was definitely like two years worth of, not anymore now. Uh, but it was cool as we were watching that angry video game nerd stuff the other day. <laughs> My brother has told me about that. Takes you he back. He like actually funny. has like all of the original Nintendo powers like in chronological order on a shelf, and it's like, damn, bro. He's got a Nintendo built into a toaster, right? Yeah, that's funny. Is oh. that is that the channel where he just trolls every game and yeah. why they're huh. terrible? Yeah, he, he's just like he's <laughs> super <laughs> profanity. It's, just, yeah, it's funny too because a lot. Like, of, fuck this! He's like fucking fuck fuck stupid. Every time I come back, they respawn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to walk through the the fucking warehouse again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is too is like I was like watching them like react to it because like he'll. It, you guys like remember we were watching the Ninja Turtle one. You guys like remember the exact spot that he's complaining. It's about. the same problem yeah. areas where like everyone had. <laughs> it. We're like, like fuck that spot, yeah. And it takes it to another level when you are, can relate, like you know the game and uh, how old it is. It's like pre YouTube almost too with his yeah with the like, very beginning of it. And he like set like the fucking the bar and like so many other people have followed that formula like mm-hmm. react, like video game culture kind the of videos stuff. are really well put together yeah. and he t- definitely put a lot of time into yeah. it. That one we were watching about Simon's Quest, it was the first episode ever, and it was just him talking it over. It wasn't like, yeah, was it his there was no Yeah, there was no... Uh, Comedy to it, really. I think he was just talking over gameplay. I don't even think it was any video of him. How boring is that? <laughs> yeah, it's way it's, better when he's like, yeah. I think it was 04 or something, 04 or 05. No, the he, one we were watching was 2006, and like 2010 is when it starts getting more yeah. like a show. But think about it, 2006, bro. It was fucking yeah. 13 years ago. Yeah. Like... I know. YouTube was, was nothing back then. Wow, that was the one thing I was. I always wish we. I would have stayed up with the YouTube stuff, like with for the band and stuff, because like we've got uh, almost fifteen thousand subs right now, and we could have so much more. But I just it's didn't know. Though. You know, it is, but but we could have so much more if I had like focused on it back then. Yeah. You know, and we. I was putting YouTube's. I had my own channel, but it was like, it was just videos of us. You know, yeah. playing like short clips, and it was like shitty, like. You know, 480 on some like point and shoot uh, cannon power shot mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, and it, if the, the people that actually stuck with it and saw the future the way they did, those are the people that are killing it 
yeah. right now. Just millions of dollars, you know? There's so many outlets, too. There's so many, like, audiences that you can just realize that aren't there. Yeah. When you... It's, it's also sucks that you can't uh, retroactively monetize, like, for instance, someone can upload a Ballyhoo track before it's even released, right. or before it's whatever, and because that video was released in 2009 or whatever, so anyone that never heard of you guys will, and if, they, if they're not on Spotify or iTunes, will go on YouTube, yeah. and then they'll click on the video that some random guy put on, and yeah. then they're... Granted, they're not monetizing it, but it's just like, wow, there's like a million streams on there. Yeah. And where's all that money? Uh, <laughs> case where's in point. Where's the $2 that I could have gotten? Case in that? point is a song called Love Letters that yeah. we have. Some guy put it on his channel years ago. Right. And it's got um, almost, it's got over 500K. Yeah. Views. That's a lot of theoret- and theoretical I saw, dollars. Yeah. I saw that. I'm like, motherfucker. You know? <laughs> like, people were listening. And then so I, I put it up officially on ours. And it doesn't have near that many, yeah. right? But I'm like, God damn it. Well, like on the video well, that has the most streams. Cause Howard, it is, has, it, is it monetized? I, I don't believe it's monetized. Um, it gets, it's just some personal page. It's not like a pro page, like a well, channel. You should or look into it because uh, nowadays you can. Yeah, they just changed all the rules. Claim right? it. Yeah. You can um, claim it. Take all the money. So I don't know. Maybe it's possible that, that it's coming in with our distributor. They're taking care of it because they do the YouTube yeah. stuff. It's very possible that they're, they're you know, getting that. They're, they claimed it already. Mm. Um, and they just – because you can claim something and it doesn't necessarily have to go away. It just means you can't make money off it. Right. It's just that if you're going to have it up, we're still going to make the money from it. So yeah. it's very possible that but it's getting rolled that money that in. he had gotten so far is yeah. already long gone probably yeah i mean that's that's if he even monetized it yeah. to begin with uh, i i didn't actually look at that but yeah so stuff like that you just got to like stay on the cutting edge just like like tiktok right now is like the big thing right. tiktok supposedly it has a very good chance of overtaking instagram in a couple of years believe it or not you know it's like we live in an age where shit does eventually get so get as soon as as soon as your parents get on there that's when kids are like, fuck this. I'm going to yeah, yeah. get to this new thing. And then exactly. so you got like 12-year-olds on TikTok. Yeah. And eventually, it's going to be the same thing. It's just a cycle, you know? The kids don't use Facebook. They yeah. use Snapchat and Instagram actually, and TikTok. I was, in, I was in an airport. I was, I was sitting next to like a, um, like a father and his son. And they were talking about, you know, Snapchat and whatever. And his dad, I guess, was, was on Facebook. And he's just like, yeah, Facebook's for old people. <laughs> yes, dude. Cool kids use Snapchat and Instagram. It's just mm-hmm. like, yep. that's kind of spot on. But at the, Facebook's not phased out. But, you know. You still have kids on there, but it's not, right. not in droves like it used to be. And just, you know, it's like I said, if you, as soon as your parents get on, mm-hmm. oh, what's this? Oh, this? I'm going to tag you. Get the yeah, fuck out of it's, here. It's interesting, though. And I'm sure you guys notice it even with promoting anything for the band or promoting a show where... Um, you try to compare like a similar post promoting something, and sometimes the Facebook actually gets a bump somehow. Yeah. And then sometimes, inst- like most of the time, I guess Instagram would have more of more uh, more engagement. Yeah, like impressions, more reach, that kind of thing. But it, it, I guess it just kind of depends on who. Jesus, Greg. Who likes whatever or who? Yeah, I don't yeah. know the algorithm. It depends on a Facebook lot of things, is. and uh, one, a few of them are what time of day it is, what day right. of the week it is. Right. Um, there's there's all kinds of stuff. Um, that's why you, like you'll see a post from several days ago, yeah. you know, from somebody you're following. 
Um, but uh, it's it's wild, man. But the, the the Instagram and Facebook ads, like this, here's the here's the teachable moment for the podcast. I was yeah, trying to listen, one of these. Listen, um, everyone. If you're uh, Instagram and Facebook, don't sleep on doing ads. Like ads, like that that's what's up you have to it takes a while to kind of understand how the ads work and like what is working what's not working like your keywords and things like that and your targeting um but as soon as you figure it out it'll take it'll take your listens up your streams it it gets people you'll get followers we get followers all the time we're running we're constantly running ads right we get followers all the time you know it's just the way you got to do it and you don't have to spend a lot of money you know um you can make your budget whatever you want just make sure your targeting is right and you stay on it every day and make sure you're you know, dropping the stuff that's not working and doubling down on the things that are working, you know. Right. So it's very important to run ads. And they're, they're actually really cheap considering what it's going to be, you know, in a couple of years. Right. It's ads. funny how even before their ads, every, any sort of promotion was ultimately free. Yeah. Like remember, I don't know what year that was, but, like, you literally could just do a post and... It would get it, Everyone ton. would see it, you know, like, until Facebook realized that we can cash in on this, but... You can't. It sucks for us as artists. At the same time, like you can't complain about a free service. Right. It's a free platform. And when once you have all the fish in the pond, like how can you like? There has to be some way to divide it up where you know not just anyone is being reached. Also, how many different things can show up on your phone? Right. It's how many different. You have to funnel it. Right. You know somehow, and that's how ads ads work. Yeah. It's it's a it's a wild thing. Like you got to be tech savvy to be in a band these days somebody yeah. you know in the yeah. band um it goes a long fucking way yeah we live in a completely different world man yeah they pay somebody to do all the all the shit that you do for us yeah there's uh i mean there's if you, i mean if you look at it like everything that we learned in the 90s and 2000s you just unlearn it because it's <clears throat> no, none of it applies you know yeah. there's fundamentals to everything but right. it's one of those things like no a I remember we got laughed at by our management. I was like, I was like, so um, we need to do a eight by ten glossy black and white photo, right? We need to get that done. They're, they were just like, <laughs> stupid idiot. It's like, yeah, but how are we going to get on the wall of that random blues bar that's not as relevant anymore? Yeah, and now recently, it's like, who's printing posters anymore? Yeah, you know, for venues, like to promote the tours. It's like it's all digital. Like yeah. the the promoter's going to print it themselves if you know sometimes you can't get the promoter to put them up yeah the ones that you send you know uh, you spend like 500 bucks getting them made or every once in a while you'll see, you go to like a college town and they'll be still hanging out flyers or mm-hmm. Gainesville yeah it's just it, it's a whole different thing now man uh, so do you I have a question do you guys have a current uh, like street team or anything like that that's active we have people that we go to as far as posting up posters at the local shops and that kind of thing, because yeah, that is we, that we does do. go a long way. But we haven't done it in a while. We we might do something for this next upcoming run, but it's actually getting a little late for that. Yeah, so. it's like two weeks, three yeah, weeks. Probably not going to do that. We we've done it as recently as last year. Yeah, it's and that's one of the things that are hard too. As far as at least when you're running ads, you could see the reports at the end of yeah. you know like what you're paying for if you. If you're wasting your money, which I think marketing in general is just one of those things where if you're looking at the bottom dollar, it's just like, why, why did we spend this much? Like, there's no way to tell how many tickets were actually sold because of that. Right. Mm-hmm. If you didn't yeah. do it, like, it's, it's only helping. And you just have to understand that when you are putting a budget for marketing, you have to understand that there's a lot of kind of cloudiness of yeah. 
did this actually work or not? Yeah. But it's yeah. just that exposure and just like the one thumb swipe up while they're scrolling where they if they see a show, whether they click on it or not, they see it. Yeah. Then, that's the that's the gamble of it is you know, that's why any company, any company that's doing promotions, advertising, it's always a bit of a gamble. You're putting, you know, unless you're one of these big you know, Coca-Cola or something like that. You got oh, yeah. multi-million dollar campaigns to just dispose of. Um, like, it's, uh, uh, the fuck was I going to say? Uh, still off the handle. You stupid. Well, I'm so stupid. Marketing. Yeah, and, marketing. And yeah, it's things. a gamble. So you got to, it's, it's just, it, hopefully it works, you know? And that's why I say, like, stay on top of your ads. Like, make sure you're tweaking every day. And, like, right. if any keywords that have, like, zero clicks, get rid of them, you know? It's it's a it takes a while to, to get the perfect ad, right. and then eventually you learn who your audience is by looking at the data, seeing who clicked on it, and then you can remarket to them in the future. Right. You know. Um, you know, and and it's I think if it's as long as it's like people get mad about ads and stuff, but I think it's like as long as it's stuff that like they're actually into, it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think people are kind of used to just seeing ads. Yeah. Now YouTube has just ads popping up just yeah. right in the middle of something. Yeah, that shit's annoying. That shit's yeah. annoying, right? But they want you to pay for that. YouTube service, the the red or whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah. Well, then they, all these, um, you know, these people who make content on there, they get paid from that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, when I'll watch our fucking shit on YouTube, I'll let that ad roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, sound exchange and, and all that stuff. Make sure you're signed up with that. Um, yeah. What was your favorite show on the tour? Um... Favorite show? Let me. I don't have my cheat sheet of where we've been. I know, right? Um, man, I don't know where we've been either. Vegas. Vegas was Vegas was cool just because that was just the kickoff of everything. Yeah. It's just like we know that we've done so many tours in the past, and then it's just one of those. Oh hey, you like, again? You guys again? It's like we just saw you a month ago, slash two years ago, or however long it was. And um, Vegas was a good time. Um, I don't know. Overall, the shows are awesome, and I think after a while, after a while, it's more of just the mindset of even just the place you're at, the, the city you're in. You know, like the play, like being able to, after sound check, go on a stroll and just do the most quote unquote touristy things that you know you otherwise wouldn't really have a chance to do. Yeah, like uh, going walking down Bourbon Street tonight. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be a thing. Probably. You know, it's Bourbon Street's. Kind of what it what it is it is wild, what it is bro. kind of thing but um, but we're here we're playing at a venue where we can walk to it yep. like why the hell would we not you know? exactly I took uh, a stroll as soon as we got here and got some what did you end up finding some food or what did you no nah, no nah, I just just basically walked up and down the street just kind of did some people watching took yeah. it all in soaked That's, it all in and found know, some fun stuff for the old IG story. There you go. There's definitely some people to watch out there. That's, oh, yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, for damn sure. So, uh, something for all the senses, particularly yeah. smell. Lots of smells. Uh, you'll get that anywhere. That's universal. Yeah. But Some places more than others. Yeah. Plenty of sights, plenty of sounds, plenty of smells. <laughs> um, well, I hope your recording goes well. Yeah, this is our first time uh, Going in blind. Yeah, we kind of don't necessarily have. I don't know if Ted already yeah yeah chimed in on this. I don't want to repeat anything, but um, we're going to ultimately be looking at it, approaching it in a way where there's no pressure to have to get 
X amount of songs on or X amount of drum tracks. No quality, no pressure. quantity. <clears throat> yeah, and I think that's just important in the writing process in general. I think we've all gone through it where when you're grinding year after year, tour after tour, you kind of set these expectations of when things need to get done, when when you need to have something. And it's if you're not having fun doing it, if it, if it turns into a situation where you're like, fuck, like, I'm feeling the pressure to have to get this done, and then all of a sudden you already have this barrier before you can even think of being creative. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that we discussed today, just going into this situation, is we have a ton of songs. We have a bunch of half-written a lot of ideas are already in pre-production phase. Nice. Um, so we have, and that's already documented. And it's, it's, we could approach this recording where we can revisit those, or we can think of it as, well, those are already documented. They might not be done, but we can always go back to that at Ted's house. Ted has his own s- studio set up in Maryland now, which is which is nice. But we want to experience New Orleans. We want to go out at night, check out the local music eat the local food, get inspired by the area, and then... Oh, so you guys are doing a Dave Grohl Foo Fighters thing. Sonic Highways. Sonic Highways, except there's only one episode. (laughs) It's only one one city. And and HBO isn't documenting it and giving (laughs) a shitload of money for it. And we can only document it on our iPhone 7s and 10s and that kind of thing. But, you know... Sans budget. Work with what you got. But, yeah, um, we're looking forward to it, and it's it's ultimately going to be more fun for us than work. Yeah. You know, like we luckily have a couple singles that are already kind of sitting on the sidelines ready to rock, ready to release. That's cool. So that kind of does alleviate some pressure from from us. That's quote unquote pressure. But uh we're really stoked. Uh as as far as a keyboard player, there's uh there's a B three organ, there's a piano, there's a Rhodes. So I'm set. Like th- those are the type of things that you know, I can record my own things at home, but it's all either MIDI or you know, like you got the real deal here. A piano that's not that has some weird wonky noise to it, where it's like fuck, like I can't, yeah. I can't play the the D sharp because it rings a little weird, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. So, um, I'll be able to record the analog, pure tones of. That's what's up. Yeah, that's, that's what you want. Yeah, yeah, I think whenever you get a chance to use like the real gear, right? You know, that's it's. It's great. Yeah. That's why Sonic Ranch was awesome. You right. Know, yeah. Well, and, you, and even just like the history of this town mm-hmm. um, as, as a music city and just, again, as I was mentioning, just uh, absorbing the culture around and then walking into the studio that I imagine so many legendary songs have been and just creative minds have just walked through that, like this particular yeah, place. Dude. Music Shed is, is where we're going to be at. Nice. Um, Recommended from our friend Chris Royal, who is formerly in Revolution, is now he has his own solo project. Um, I think he's cool. actually coming out tonight. Oh, so, good! I haven't seen uh, him in a couple of years. Yeah, so it'll be nice to see him. Um, nice, but yeah, dude. next week it's I guess it's like four or five days. Yeah, um, in the studio, it's gonna be old. That's gonna be fun, man. Great time. Yeah, and, and it's gonna be fun. Yeah, you touched on something like creative exhaustion. It's a real thing. Like, you wouldn't think that, like, just kind of sitting there strumming on a guitar for eight hours would be that intense, but it really is. Like, when you're trying to, like, when you feel like, okay, I got to really get my best, put my best foot forward. Of course. You know, and, like, make a rad song. Right. You know, especially when you have this opportunity. I'm in the studio. Like, we're spending some money or whatever. Like, 
Um, I assume you're spending some money, but um, yeah. like, but it's just you get to the end of the day, and I'm like, I, I just I'm so tired. Like I'm ready to go to bed. You know, Absolutely. ten, eleven o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, it just um, depends on how you know when you're using your brain all fucking day. It's yeah. burning calories and yeah. yeah. Fucking, I, I imagine it's the same for like a writer or yeah. you know like anything like that. It's consistent all around. But even um, and I think with the writing process too, like I'm sure you guys have gone through all the different phases, whether it's recording live in a room everyone's everyone's plugged in mm-hmm. or if it's like I'm gonna go drums first and then do that and it's when you have like the, the soloed out everyone's watching you while you track your one thing like when it's not like it is easy sometimes to get frustrated if like something's not clicking or whatever. yeah if you're like doing yeah. a guitar solo yeah and I got people watching me <laughs> I'm like stop fucking looking at me right. like I just just go go guys, do something like, and that's yeah. why I like having like my own little studio at the house too, yeah because uh. you can you can sit on a song and you can like wake up the next day and listen back and you go oh I I want to change this right I want to change this or right. there's no pressure you can sit there and put the loop on and just play every terrible riff over a fucking you know <laughs> mm-hmm. what I'm saying and you yeah. just, until you find the riff that you're looking for I do all the vocals at my yeah. house yeah. alone yeah like it's that's it it's cause I just constantly change things and I'm going over like you know at the same time it's just like you're paying when you're in a studio you're paying for the time allotted you know right. and you know when you know you can do something if you don't necessarily have to be in the studio and you have the means to do it at home mm-hmm. like then it's kind of one of those, let's just move on to something else because I know I can do that at home. Yeah. Um, well, that's great because, like, you you could, you know, if you get a solid foundation for, like, two or three songs, just yeah. get the drums at right. the very least. Yeah. And there you got, that's it. That's the hard part. Yeah. The drums. drums getting drums sounding. And for me, with having, like, the analog, the uh, oh, piano. Right, right. Organ, taking advantage always, of the gear. It's always, it's always uh, yeah, because... Uh, between Ted and Will, I mean, they're definitely both very proficient in Pro Tools, and they have all the gear in their own respective places in L.A. and Maryland. So it that, and they're also and just being able to engineer the sessions, like having that all in house is just such a like something we definitely don't take for granted because there's a lot of bands out there that are super creative but have no understanding of yeah. how a program works to record or even document something. It's yeah. just like. It's never too late to learn if you don't know like, yeah. any of those programs, whether it's Logic, Ableton, Pro Tools, Fruity Loops. I started on Fruity Loops, Fruity and Loops, that's, yeah. that was a foundation that built yep. of that. I took ideas of that to eventually learn a little bit of everything else. Cubase uh, was my first one. I don't know if that's even still a thing. Cubase, uh, yeah, it is. Still use Cubase. Yep. Yeah, it's, it doesn't. And I think there's another thing, too, is, like, I've used Logic for so long, and I bought this new laptop last year. I'm just like, I think I'm ready for Pro Tools now. Like, And then as I was running a Pro Tools session, I'm like, none of my shortcuts are, like, my mind, just out of muscle memory, understands how to, you know, move around and everything. And it's just like, why am I actually switching when I already, I already have 10 years' experience with something else? There's no reason to so, switch if you're comfortable with it. Right. It's a perfectly good DAW. It's, it makes pro records all the time. Yeah. You know, it's not... It used to be that we used to have this mentality, like, if somebody told if you're not Pro Tools, you're not Pro. Yeah. You know, it's like... But That's, I still kind of have that mindset. It's but, kind of frustrating at the same time. No, Logic seems like the budget... You know, budget DAW, but it's right. just as powerful. Like right. it's it's it has all these great built-in plugins. You can do a, a professional record right there with the stock plugins <clears throat> yeah. that could be on the radio. You know, just depends on who's who's working the 
the faders and stuff, you know, right. like get worked, turn yeah. all the knobs. We even you we even tracked we tracked a, a, a song in Germany when we were there on tour, and oh, we, nice. and we like worked with a couple and it saw other people's studios while we were there, and they were all running Logic, which yeah. is kind of crazy to think. But it's like they're producing really. I mean, they produce a lot of great sounding albums over there too. We've, so. I mean, Foster the People, um, at least that first record, he'd built all his drums in in Logic. Like that record was done in Logic. Nice. And uh, you know, uh, we've done several releases. Uh, Daydreams is our biggest selling record. That that was in Logic. Yeah. You know, um, whatever works for you. It's whatever Stick works, man. It. I got, I got, Don't I work with other like bands, and like their engineers using a. Like Nuendo and yeah. you know th- all these things that I'm not familiar with, right. but it's all like this. They all do the same thing. Right. You just got to know what this, each thing is, you know, right. and the shortcuts. But yeah, no reason to change. You could put the thing in the thing. Yeah. Yep. Was this show starting soon? I think so. It's already right. starting. They're going. They Damn. Really? Awesome. They started early. Oh, okay. It's eight forty-five right now. Yeah. Probably go. Word. Well, this was fun. It was great. Yeah, man. I'm glad I was finally a part of this whole thing. Yeah, I know. I've been listening to you for the last several months. Oh, so. nice. Thanks, yeah. man. Appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, we. Uh, it was nice having people kind of pop in and say what's up. Nice. You know, we were just we just kind of wanted to talk about the tour and just, you know, just kind of bullshit. No better time to talk about it on the last night. I know. In New Orleans. Yeah, it was great. There's a, a nice little setup in here. I got this table. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, even heard from the crew guys. It's great. I need some set lists, though. You, God damn it. You got to work. Buzzkill. Did you bring the printer? Did you bring the like printer? A set list. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'll go get it. Okay. Buzzkill. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'm kind of in the middle of something. Who wants to hear a story about a bridge? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Well, uh, thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. Um, this is the uh, Summer Brouhaha 2019 wrap up. Yeah, Woo! we did it. We did it. It has been done. Uh, yeah, it has been risen. Thanks to uh, Ballyhoo and Pacifier and Cashed Out and all the crew guys and everybody involved for making a, a rad run. Uh, as usual, making us look good, making us sound good. Um, and uh, yeah, just have a wonderful weekend. And I guess I'll talk to you soon. This is Tales from the Green Room. All right, later. Bye. Yeah.